0: Locked on Giants live returns, Trina, Tana, dog, next.
1: You are locked on Giants, your daily New York Giants podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: This episode of the Locked on Giants podcast is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and the conditions apply. What is up, everybody? Welcome to Locked on Giants Live. You got P-Train, Tana, Dog. We're back it's been a long time guys how How's
2: you doing yeah Good. excited to be back talking Giants with you guys um me and bad dog we haven't even done our show in a couple of weeks we'll, we'll probably like I told him before we'll wrap up the season and then you know as the draft gets closer I'm sure we'll you know we'll do a lot more shows together but yeah I'm excited to be back talking Giants with you I'm excited that the season's almost over uh <laughs> so we yeah, can get into on, and, you know what we've been thinking about for the last unfortunately two months so but excited excited to jump on here and talk Giants with you guys
1: I yeah, hope everybody absolutely. had a great Christmas. I hope you guys had a great Christmas. New Year's is uh, a Sunday. All right. So we got New Year's Eve with Giants yeah. and Rams. Looking forward to that one. Looking forward to getting it over with. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Man.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely, guys. I mean, look, you know, the season not really going the way we all hoped it would be. Two more games left. I don't want to spend too much time rehashing the season because, you know, the last month, obviously, kind of been a bit bit of a roller coaster. But I did want to start off with, you know, the approach that the Giants are taking. And that, of course, is they still want to win these last two games, even though there is absolutely nothing to play for, Mm -hmm. even though, you know, it's going to ruin their drafts, you know, position. So they decided to go with Tyrod Taylor this week um, over Tommy DeVito. Let's start there. What did you think of that decision?
2: Yeah, I mean, listen, at the end of the day, I think the initial decision to keep DeVito in was the right one, as much as some fans made it like a huge topic on Twitter, which I don't really understand at this point. One guy, you know, is not going to be on the team next year. The other guy, you're looking to see if he could become the eventual backup. So I completely understood sticking with DeVito, especially if you won three games, you ride the hot hand. Um, it was fun while well, it lasted. I think we all knew in the back of our head, it was a bit of a fairy tale, but it gave us a reason to tune in on Sunday when this team was, you know, going through the, uh, you know, as bad as it gets or, you know, whatever adjective you want to use to describe it, but it was a horrible year. Uh, and it gave us a reason to tune in, but yeah, at this point, listen, I, I mean, I, it doesn't really matter to me either way as a fan, but yeah, Tyrods probably gives you the better chance to win. Do I think we would have won on Sunday if Tyrod started? <laughs> Maybe. But the fact of the matter is the only reason we had a chance to win that game was because we had a pick six and we recovered a fumble inside the red zone. So it is what it is. I think the defense has been the driving force, you know, during that three game winning streak. And Tyra probably a minor upgrade, but I don't think it makes a major difference in the outcome of the game. And I expect the team to go out there and try to win, but it really doesn't make a difference to me who starts at quarterback.
1: Didn't matter to me either. Um, the Tommy DeVito thing was nice. We experienced it here. Chris and I mentioned it. And when this thing started, it was Lynn's sanity all over again. A bad Knicks team and a, a guy that kind of came out of nowhere and Jeremy Lynn. And for two, three weeks, he was the toast of the town. And that fairy tale was over really quick. As quick as it came, it, it ended. Same thing with Tommy DeVito. Uh, it was a lot of fun while it lasted. Listen, man, I understand people that want to lose games for draft position. I totally understand that. And I understand the people that want to win. It's hard to root against your team. I understand the benefits of both. Guys play for their jobs every week. Coaches are playing for their jobs, if not here for somewhere else. You go out there and you act unprofessional and you tank, who's going to say, oh, I want that guy. He wants to go out there and lose, or he's not giving 100% effort. He's not going to get a job. So these players don't care about the draft pick. The players of the Giants don't, get it. They don't care about it. That's not their job. That's not their concern. That's Joe Shane's concern. That's not the player's concern. So I get it. But like Chris said, I, I'm pretty sure we all knew Tommy DeVito was not going to be uh, a starter here. At the same time, I understand the reason to roll them. He had one three in a row. I mean, uh, two in a row when he made that decision. And he had a good game against the Packers. He let us down there for a game-winning field goal, which was awesome. Um, you know, at the end of the day, it's Stable's decision. Personally, me, I just I don't understand the point of starting Tyrod uh, just because – you really are playing for nothing here, and you might as well see if DeVito, get him you know, some snaps, get him some experience. He's probably going to be your backup next year. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, who knows? You just know Tyrod's not going to be the backup. Um, but, again, you know, it is what it is. I'm not going to sit here and get mad at the guy if we're going with Tyrod Taylor that he thinks that Tyrod gives him the better chance to win. What I saw from Tommy DeVito against the Saints – and against the Eagles, in my opinion, is he's trying not to make mistakes. And that yeah. you, can't, you can't do yeah. that. He's too concerned about throwing an interception where I feel like when he first came out, he was just gunning it. He didn't care. Like, he just was throwing the ball. He didn't care. And then all of a sudden, the, the, the hoopla. And I hope – I mean, I don't know, Tommy, obviously. But I hope that, like, you don't start to believe your own hype. And obviously, this became a big deal. And you got his parents. And he got his agent. And you got this. And he's hmm. all over the place. He's doing all kinds of appearances, and he's got merchandise all of a sudden. So I hope that it's not that it got to him, but he's sitting there going, Jesus, now I have to live up to all this. And if I make a mistake, if I throw three interceptions, everybody's going to hate me. So you don't ever want to see a football playing a football player playing timid, especially in that position. I'm not saying that's what he did, but from when I watched against the Saints and against the Eagles in that first half, looked like a kid that was just scared to make a mistake. And you can't play football like that.
0: Yeah, you know, to your point about, you know, DeVito and leaving him in there to develop, he's going to be back on the roster next year anyway. He's going to have plenty of time. You figure Daniel Jones probably won't do anything all spring. He may not be ready for the start of summer training camp. Who knows if he's going to be ready for the start of the season, although already he's ahead of schedule from what I understand. But, you know, here's the other thing. They're going to have to bring in another quarterback, whether it be a veteran, whether it be a draft pick, or it might even be both for all we know. And they bring in a rookie, you know, especially, you know, if they draft one in the first round, is that rookie, do you honestly think really going to be ready to, to roll opening day? Probably not. I mean, Eli Manning, when he was, you know, acquired via trade, they didn't start him until midway through the season. So maybe, you know, you say, okay, look, if Daniel Jones isn't ready, you start Tommy DeVito for a couple of games, and then when Jones is ready, you put him in there, and then you keep working to get the rookie ready to roll right in there. I mean, so maybe that's the approach they're going to take.
2: Yeah, I mean, you're paying Daniel Jones. I mean, if that's the if that's and I'm not sure that that's what they're going to do if they're going to take a first round quarterback. But if that's the route that they choose to go, you're paying Daniel Jones forty five fifty million dollars next year. Uh, you might as well try to take advantage of that. He's going to be on the roster. You have a rookie quarterback. The situation's less than ideal. We know the offensive line still has a lot of work to do. We don't have elite weapons. Let him learn and don't throw him right into the fire, knowing the pressures that the New York market brings. So ideally for me, if you draft a quarterback, hell, I would. the, the ideal situation would Jones starts the whole year <laughs> and the guy gets to sit and learn. I know that. Probably won't happen unless the team overachieves significantly and wins ten or eleven games and makes the playoffs. But yeah, for me, ideally, the longer that that rookie gets to sit and learn and you know feels more prepared when he gets thrown into the game, the better. But that would be ideal for me next year if we draft the quarterback.
1: The other ideal thing is if Daniel Jones does come back and he's healthy, and you do draft the rookie quarterback and Jones plays well, he's got some trade value. I yeah. mean, we've seen a lot of we've seen a lot of teams lose their quarterbacks this year. Um, you know, you look at what Joe Flacco is doing in Cleveland, it's unbelievable. Joe Flacco has as many touchdown passes in five games as the Giants have all year. That's pretty <laughs> distressing, but it just goes to show, um, you know, you never know where you get your quarterback from, and a lot of teams have a chance to get Joe Flacco. The Giants could have brought in Joe Flacco. The Jets could have brought in Joe Flacco. Like, any of these teams could have brought him in, Um, but... That would be the ideal situation if they do draft the rookie quarterback and Jones is healthy and he plays well. And You already drafted a rookie, so you're not going to hold Jones there for the next two years. Yeah, maybe yeah. you could get something for him if that's the route that they go. But we don't know where we're picking yet. It, I'm going to say we're going to pick fifth. I can't see Washington or New England. Maybe New England beats the Jets. Maybe they beat the Jets last game of the season. Uh, maybe Dallas has nothing to play for against Washington and Washington can pull that one off too. I, I don't know. I just assume we're drafting fifth. And again, I don't know what Shane's decision is. Arizona's not going to take a quarterback. I don't think they can. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray's going to be there for two. His cap at the next two years is insane. So I don't think you want to draft a rookie and you're going to sit him for three years or two years. I think Arizona could get a lot of draft capital. I think they know that. So I do think that that second pick's going to be up in the air for somebody if they want to go up and get it. I don't know. It, again, this is all speculation. And unfortunately, like Chris said, we've been speculating about this since the middle of October. Because it's the type of season it's been.
0: Well, let me ask you guys this. I mean, I think we can all agree that they need to do something at quarterback. Well, she already
2: said it. He said they're going to do something. Yeah. Well,
0: absolutely. But would you pass over, say, for example, let's say the Giants finish with a top five pick, Mm -hmm. and you have a chance to get a stud receiver or a stud pass rusher or a stud, you know, offensive tackle? Because now we've got this whole Evan Neal thing going on. Mm -hmm. would you maybe say to yourself, okay, you know what? I'm going to go in a different direction. I'm going to wait on the quarterback until day two at the earliest. You're asking me? Yeah.
2: If I I was Shane, here's the thing. And I've said this countless times at the end of the day, if I'm Joe Shane, the way I think is my job is going to rely on the quarterback that I select. Inevitably quarterbacks save jobs and they cost jobs in the NFL. Um, And Mm -hmm. if I love a quarterback and I'm picking fifth. I'm doing everything in my power, including trading up if possible to go up and secure that quarterback. I'm not messing around and getting my third or fourth or fifth favorite quarterback by waiting to try to get value. It's too important of a position. So I identify that Drake may, for example, is the next elite quarterback prospect. And I have the opportunity to grab him. I'm doing it. I'm not going to mess around and. Try to get value and get a, you know, a Brock Powers or a Marvin Harrison Jr. No, I'm getting my quarterback. I, I, because the way I look at it is you're sitting in a spot now where you're picking top five. Not only you pick a top five, this is a supposed to be a rich quarterback draft class. This does not happen every year. We saw two years ago the Giants had two picks inside the top seven, but there wasn't a quarterback worth selecting. So not only are you picking top five, you're also picking in a situation where there are a plethora of quarterbacks, potential or at least two or three that are worthy of a top five selection. So if I'm Shane, I think I almost have to take a quarterback if the opportunity is there and I like one. So that would be my approach if I was Joe
1: Shane. It's hard to, hard to argue with what you say because, and we've mentioned this before too, it's a business. Now if you're Joe Shane and you want job security, the way you get job security is by drafting a rookie because if, and I know Chris has mentioned this before, Say, I don't know, say that you can get Drake May or you can trade up and get Drake May. Say Drake May falls to fifth. Just, yep, yep. I don't think he will, but just, just say for the sake of, uh, Jaden Daniels, we'll use him as an example. He's sitting there fifth. And you decide to go Romo Dunze, who I love Romo Dunze. I, I think he's the That'd best. That'd be
0: great. I
1: love him. I, I Well, no, Marvin Harrison Jr. is the best, but I love Romo Dunze. So if you pass in the quarterback and you hit your wagon to Daniel Jones and he, I'm not even gonna say he doesn't produce. I'm gonna say say he gets hurt again. Say his mm-hmm. neck, something happens to his neck. We we see this now. We don't know what the hell the Giants' medical staff is doing, and it's been a question. We've been questioning that for years, Chris. We've been, what are they doing? And now yeah. it comes out that they really don't know what the hell they're doing. But I digress. <laughs> say he hurts his neck again, and Jane Daniels kills it. You're fired. You're, you're gone. Fired. That's yeah. the end of it. If you draft a rookie. And you're obviously have to have Daniel Jones there next year because of the $69 million dead cap. You're not cutting him. Yeah. Your clock doesn't start until that rookie starts. And then yes, that's the way you're going to be judged. If he comes in there and he stinks, at least you bought yourself an extra three or four years. Whereas opposed, to if you stick with Jones and the rookie that you pass on is really good, you're probably going to lose your job immediately. So
2: yeah, and, and it's and it's yeah. almost. I I had the same mindset last year when it came to Daniel Jones because, in terms of keeping him, because Shane was in a situation last year where he was not able to draft a quarterback, he was not in a position to trade up for a quarterback. So for everybody that said, oh, just sign this journeyman or just sign keep Tyrod Taylor. Obviously, in hindsight, it's easy to say, well, I told you so. But before anything took place this year, if you're Joe Shane, same thing, bad dog, that you said. If you let Jones walk and and he goes to Washington and balls out, you get fired again. You're in a horrible yep. situation. So it's in the same situation this year, but now you have the opportunity to draft what could be an elite quarterback prospect, and if you bypass that for a quarterback that sustained two injuries this year, who's only had one really good year since he's been in the NFL – And the team bombs again next year and Drake mayor or Jaden Daniels or whichever quarterback you, you know, the fans are outraged that you passed up on looks really good. Like say uh, Drake may, you had an opportunity to draft him and he looks like CJ Stroud this year. You're fired. You're gone.
1: Yeah. And and I,
2: and I I think it's why. And again, maybe he won't like one of the quarterbacks, but if Shane likes these quarterbacks, I would be stunned if he doesn't take one, if he has the opportunity to do. I
0: I think he's got to absolutely because you know, look and here's the other thing, give Dable and whoever's going to be the offensive coordinator next year. And I don't think it's going to be Mike Kafka. I would be very surprised if he's back, give Dable a chance to put his fingerprints all over the quarterback. You know, at this point, you know, I know there are Daniel Jones supporters out there, but at this point, You know, is it fair to say that Daniel Jones is a broken quarterback between the injuries, between all the different, you know, uh, systems that he's had to to learn and master, between, you know, the fact that his processing time is still slow? And here's the other thing. People will say, oh, fix the offensive line. Forget about the quarterback. Fix the offensive line. Well, you know what? You're not going to fix the offensive line in one offseason. I just don't see it happening. You have to have at least three studs, I think, on the offensive line. They've got one that we can say for sure, Andrew Thomas, John Michael Schmitz, maybe he will develop into a stud. This year he was a little up and down. You don't know, though. You don't know. Right. You're going to replace both your guards in all likelihood. All right. Who knows if Evan Neal is going to be ready? So you have to get somebody in there, at quarterback, who can process faster. And that is the one thing that Daniel Jones, throughout his career, regardless of of the system or whatever, he has struggled to show that he can do is process, you know, make snap decisions.
1: Yeah. He yeah. doesn't see the whole field a lot of times. And, and, and you know, that's the other thing. People say, I, I love when people are like, oh, you can't draft the quarterback till the old line. I can't ever play. Well, that's not the case. Cause if you have a good old line, you're, you're going to be drafting later in the draft. You're not going to be able to get a top. Of. CJ Stroud came into a terrible situation. He obviously made it better. Now the Texans are far from perfect, but they're eight and seven. This is a team that was three and third, three, 13 and one last year. And C.J. Stroud comes throwing a tank, Dell and and Nico Collins, and the guy's going to win Rookie of the Year, and and for a while there should have been in the MVP conversation. I still
2: think he should. I think he still should be in the MVP conversation. Yeah, he won't I win it, know, but I think he should be in the conversation. But
1: it's yeah. just you cannot wait for the perfect scenario to take a quarterback. Like Chris always says, if you like a guy, you do whatever you can to get the guy, and then you have, to, then it's your job to build around it. So I made the video uh, at the very beginning of the year when I said the Giants ruined Daniel Jones because Daniel Jones doesn't process quick enough and the line stinks. And that combination is a recipe for disaster. If Daniel Jones goes to a better team, he's going to be better because he'd have a little bit more time. And maybe that's a quarter of a second means a world in the NFL. But we've seen Jones hesitate to throw receivers open. We've seen Jones miss open receivers. And people can talk about, oh, you got to fix the offensive line, Patty. You nailed it. You can't fix it in one year, so bring him back next year. He's behind a bad offensive line again, and then that's going to be the excuse. Well, we ain't got an old line, so by the time we fix the old, say the Giants draft the old line well this year and well next year, and the year after that, now the old line's good. Daniel Jones contracts up. What do you do?
2: Well, yeah. Not yeah. only that, if the <laughs> offensive line improves and the team, the team is going to do better next year. They are, especially if Jones is the starter because they're playing a softer schedule and and they're more than likely not going to. So now you're not in a position to draft a quarterback. And who knows when the next time when you're going to have a rich quarterback class like this, like where you get a combination of both Not only like the last two times where the Giants were thinking about taking a quarterback, one was the year they drafted Daniel Jones. That was not a rich quarterback draft class, which was a big reason why Bad Dog and me flipped out the way that we did because we kind of (laughs) viewed it similar to the draft when Kenny Pickett and Malik Willis got drafted and everybody bypassed the quarterback position and they focused on other areas. That year, we thought they should have done that. 2021, we thought they should have done that. We didn't want them taking Malik Willis. We didn't want because we knew that that was not the strength of the draft. But this year, the Giants are picking in a similar spot to where the Chargers were when they took Justin Herbert, to where the Dolphins were when they took Tua. It is a rich quarterback draft class. And if you need a quarterback, which the Giants clearly do, and I like Daniel Jones and I root for Daniel Jones. At the end of the day, the guy has not been able to stay on the field. At the end of the day, in the limited sample size we saw this year, he showed that he did not grow as a quarterback. Did it? is it his all his fault? No, we recognize there are so many bad parts of this football team, but at the end of the day, if you have the opportunity to reset the rookie clock and draft a potential Joe Burrow or a potential, uh, Justin Herbert, you do it. And and if Joe Shane feels that way, you have to, you, he, I don't think he has a choice. He has to go quarterback. If he likes a quarterback. And listen, not for nothing, but
0: you don't think Shane maybe looked at the, this year's or this coming draft class and said, Hmm, it's going to be a rich class. So you don't think maybe that factored into how Jones's contract was set up because lo and behold, guess what? They have an escape hatch after this year. I mean, yeah. if they thought for sure Jones was their guy for the long term, do you think they an escape would have put us in would have
1: Six years.
2: They would have given they, him a blind faith contract. Like the Eagles did for Hertz, like the chargers did for exactly. Herbert. Exactly. This was, exactly. A, this was not the plan. The plan was clearly Jones is going to be the starter for two years. Then maybe we'll consider a quarterback. But this was always a possibility with the type of contract that they signed him to, that if it was a doomsday scenario and everything went wrong like it did this year and you have the opportunity to draft the quarterback, you could do it. And
1: that's where we are. Right. And if Jones did take that step forward and the Giants made the playoffs again, and then he was good the year after, then you can go, well, we got a bargain on him. Because yeah, it was right. almost like a two-year extension with a team option after the second year. That's the way I look at it. You know, people like you should have tagged them. Well, they couldn't because it's 32 million to tag them. And you can't maneuver the money. We had no money to begin with. So right. You could not afford to tag them. And especially after the Barkley negotiations, throughout all due. Cause you couldn't tag them both. So yeah. you're losing one of them. So Daniel yeah, Jones, yeah. Patty, I think you mentioned this a while back. Daniel Jones had the leverage and, and they had to do something. They, they came off a, a playoff win and like Chris mentioned, yeah, it's, hindsight's always twenty twenty. Oh, I, I knew we should have taken Baker Mayfield. <laughs> Baker Mayfield's over 10. I knew that was the guy. Well, great. Joe Shane didn't know that, so maybe people that are saying that should be the GM of the Giants. I, I don't know. Okay, yes. Yeah. But um, what I do know is that's the way I perceive this to be. It's a then, two-year extension it's with it's a two-day, it's two, it's two, 2 tags. That's what it was. All right, that's right. It was. and
0: and then not for nothing though, you know, everybody was saying, oh. You know, the Giants should have given Jones an offer, then let him test it on the market and, te- you know, te- they had to do it this way because, as you said, they didn't have money. They go and they franchise tag Daniel Jones. That's $32 million versus the $10 million or so. O'Kara is not here
1: game. if we tag Jones.
0: Right, exactly. You don't have O'Kara and God knows who else you don't have. So I there know. was just, you know, that was the scenario. I mean, I saw that coming from Pluto. Everybody, everybody knew, everybody,
2: everybody, everybody that was knew, yeah. rational and not a hater knew that we were going to. Well, sign everybody
0: to who, who understood the finances, I yeah. think, saw yeah. that that was the direction it was going. And you know, all right, now people are like, oh, well, what about Saquon this year? Well, you know what? You can tag him again this year if you want to keep him. Yeah. You know, he might not like it, he might hold out the whole, you know, spring again. Go for it, Saquon. You know, if that's how you feel. The guy's another year older. The guy's got, you know, had another injury this year. Yeah. His chance of getting the big payday probably has shrunk. He's, you not, know, getting at this big, point, he's not getting
2: a big payday. He's not getting no, a big payday.
0: Of course he's not. At yeah. this point, always, if he gets a, a three-year deal with a two-year out, I would take it. Yeah. I'm always
1: baffled by the fans that are like, oh, you got to fix your line. You got to pay Saquon too. Saquon. The... I'm like, you, you can't do both. Right. So to me, if you really want to fix the team, and I love Saquon, he's one of my favorite Giants class act, he's a great guy. He works his ass off. He said bad luck. Okay, but you got to put the money in front of the quarterback, not behind the quarterback. Right? Exactly. This is that we have bitched about the Giants offensive line for 10 years. So giving Saquon Barkley an extension and giving him 14 million a year while neglecting the old line is gonna put us in the same situation we're in. Sometimes when things are really bad, you just need to, to rip, rip the bandit up. Look at what the Eagles did. They gave Wentz this massive contract. And then they drafted Jalen Hurts in the second round the same year that they did that. And then Carson went stunk, and they said, you know what? Get out of here. We're going to ride with Jalen Hurts. And oh, lo and behold, the Eagles got out from underneath the contract. And look at the Eagles now. I hate the Eagles. But look at them. Look at what Harry Roseman accomplished. So it, it's not just, oh, you just signed Jones, can't draft the quarterback.
0: Yes, you can. It oh, works. Yeah. And, and to, you know, regarding the offensive line, you know, I had this question asked to me. I'm going to just throw it out here for discussion real quick. Normally, I don't like to advocate for people to lose their jobs. But let's look back at the history of the offensive line coaches that have been here versus the talent, you know, and I'm going to look at John Feliciano as the most recent example, since he was on this roster last yeah. year and he was with Buffalo the year before and got bench. And now, Oh, by the way, he's playing really well for the 49ers. Yep. If that's not a sign that, you know, the coaching needs to be rethought. I don't know what is, I mean, am I crazy for thinking you know, that? Oh,
2: you're, I mean, and it's not just him. Eric flowers got better. Uh, yep. I don't know if Will Hernandez got better or not. Uh, he was kind of a disappointment here, but no, I, I do think the coach. There's definitely personnel too. I think we need more talent on the line. Still, as crazy as that may sound to some, but I think the biggest thing is the coaching. And I part of it is we're constantly flipping coaches. But yeah, but you mm-hmm. have to fire Bobby Johnson. The offensive line's been that bad. But they have to make sure the next guy that they hire here can He's just stick done around. A big and they could stick around for three or four years. So these guys aren't constantly learning a new blocking technique. But, um, yeah, Bobby Johnson's been a disaster.
1: Yeah, I mean, Evan Neal, I, I, I'm not giving up on Evan Neal yet. I, I, you, you you drafted a guy seventh overall, and I was reading somewhere, you know, a lot of people are like, people get on Joe Shane's drafts because of Evan Neal. I'm like, have you actually looked at the guys he's drafted? They played pretty well. Deontay Banks is a home run.
2: Yeah.
1: Without question. JMS looks pretty good. His rookie's had his ups and downs. Jalen Hyatt has shown to be a very explosive receiver, but we don't have a guy that can get him the ball. Michael McFadden's been fantastic, uh, yeah. you know, since he got here. Kayvon Thibodeau, same thing. Has superstar potential got to be more consistent. But you see
2: – Wondell's had spurts.
1: Right, Wondell's another one. Mondale's probably our best receiver. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he's done a good job, but he was saddled with a lot of bad players. A, a bad, bad and no – Financial flexibility to really fix it. And that's why, to me, this is Joe Shane's year. You're going to have an opportunity to get a quarterback. Most of those Gettleman contracts are gone. The Gettleman guys are gone now. You and you're going to have 35 to 40 million in cash space before you maneuver cap around and do all the things that these guys get paid all that money for. That's way above my head, but you're going to be able to maneuver stuff. You're going to have more cash space. You're going to be a little bit more flexible. You can do other things. So he's going to be able to bring in his guys for dables system, this is where Joe Shane really needs to be measured. It's going to be this year. This is it yeah. as far as I'm concerned, as far as he goes. Next, He's two, years. Go. next, next, year, next right. two years. Next yeah. year.
0: years. Yeah. I mean, th- think about it. I mean, this year that the Giants had maybe should have been the year they had last year, but because of the newness of the, the coaching staff, the systems, just the whole program, plus the soft schedule, you had a surprise year. Okay, great. We enjoyed it. We, we Our expectations shot up and we came crashing back down to earth, you know, and then, you know, you throw in the injuries. And by the way, speaking of injuries, again, that's been, a am sure for everybody, pet peeve, you know, Joe Sheen at the presser, I asked him, you know, at, at the bi-week presser about injuries. And he said, oh, but if it was just one, you know, particular injury, we would hone in on it. Well, I'm sorry. I'm going to ask the question again and I'm going to say, You've had a lot of soft tissue injuries. There you go. You know, hamstrings, groins, you know, ligament issues, whatever. That to me, you can lump together. So there's got to be something that you that you have to identify that that you can fix. What that something is, I don't know. Uh, for those of you who missed it, I had Pratik Patel on the program a few weeks ago. Pratik used to be a strength and conditioning coach for the Giants. He was their lead nutritionist actually, and he gave some really good insight into the program, what they used to run, why injuries pop up, some of the factors. And he also gave some some uh, ideas on what he thinks they could do moving forward based on, you know, what he knows. So do check that out if you haven't had a chance to.
2: Sounds good. I didn't, I didn't get a chance to watch that one, but I think I will.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, injuries, you know, we can talk about that. But, you know, this is a big year, a big offseason coming up for Dude. Joe Shane with the decisions. I mean, you know, some of them to me are pretty obvious. You know, you mentioned the quarterback Um, you know, now you can say, Oh, well, with the Evan Neal situation, you you can say offensive tackle, but they're, they're married to, to, to Neal being a tackle. And I I just wonder if they bring in a better offensive line coach or a different offensive line coach, does that fix the problem?
2: Yeah, I, I left that uh, – I think it was during the bye week, the press conference the chain had. I left that saying to myself, okay, Neil's the tackle next year. Like before that, I was kind of – I was kind of maybe they could move him to guard and draft the tackle if they really like one. Uh, no, the, Neil's absolutely going to be the starting right tackle next year. I don't know if what he'll be the starting you know, right what tackle
1: next year. They're, they're not drafting a lineman fifth. No, happening. they're not. No, they're no. not. It, no,
0: no. No, I mean, if anything, if it's not a quarterback, I could see a receiver.
2: That's what it would be, I think. maybe I think an, an edge sure. rusher, but I don't, I don't even think sure. it would
0: be an edge rusher at that spot. Yeah, I mean,
2: I be an edge, but I, I think I would lean
1: receiver. It's got to be
0: either it. a quarterback or a receiver. I don't know, see how they go. go.
1: I do not see how they don't go quarterback. And again, people can say you are hating on Daniel Jones. Listen, I've <laughs> for five years I've had a contentious relationship with Daniel Jones, and I don't hide <laughs> this. If well, I, I wanted, I love when people go back and go, "This is a bad take." Oh, you flip flop. If I cared, I'd hide the videos or make it private. Like I don't care. I know I know what I said. I love when people go back, and go, you said that I know what I said. Right. I, I know what I said. I'm getting older, but I remember what I said a couple of years ago. Uh, you know, I may not remember what my wife tells me, it's a different story. This is football, you know. I <laughs> <My> typical <laughs> husband. <Seriously. laughs> I, it is, it is. But um, you know, there's just there's no way again. It, lack of production aside, lack of he's going into year six, and it's oh, the, all the line sucks, and oh, he's got no receivers, and oh, it's coaching, and it's this and it's that so, you know, maybe it's just him, but year six, we should not be trying to figure this out anymore. Yeah. So and As, all and, that and the, aside, and the opportunity, his injury history is the that, biggest thing.
2: Yeah. And the opportunity is just too great where we're picking and, and the type of the draft class that's, that's just right. at the quarterback position. It's just the comment. It's the perfect storm. It's the reverse of 2021 where because of this draft, they had to keep Jones because of the perfect storm for in Jones's favor that there was no quarterback worth taking. This yep. time around, it's the reverse. It's the perfect storm. It's You're not going to get a better class than this for at least a few more years. Do
1: you, know. you think that, it, it, say, twenty? Well, 2021 was bad, but just say it was class of 2020 was 2021. Do you think that Dave Gettle would have said, I screwed up and taken a quarterback?
0: Probably not.
1: Hmm.
2: I'm I, By the way, I say 2020, I meant 2022. That oh god, gotcha. that, that's the class I'm talking about where we had the fifth and seventh pick. I oh keep god, here. yes, yes, yeah, gotcha. I, keep, I keep messing up the year. 2021, if we go back in time. Um, yeah, I mean, we probably should have traded up for a quarterback, but who, you know, who was gonna that. Gonna
1: do that. this yeah.
0: this yeah. this uh combine coming up. I'm planning to get out to that combine because I think this is one you want to be at to see yeah, what you can honestly. find out and get a feel for stuff and whatnot. But uh this is gonna be an interesting combine to say the least.
2: Yeah. Cause, I, know, I, I, well, Giants fans will definitely have their eyes glued to the screen with the quarterbacks
0: because. Oh, absolutely. I'm going to
2: tell you what, Patty, not only do I think we're taking a quarterback, I do not think we'll be taking a quarterback at five. I think we're going to be trading up, up to get a quarterback
0: because you think you're going to trade up.
2: Yeah, because here, okay. here's the thing. So what do you
0: what do you what do you think they trade up? What, what, what I, do you Arizona. Yeah, the, I, I, I don't pick? know
2: the team, but I, I would think if you're the Giants, you look at it. There's four in the, in front one of those us.
0: second rounders.
2: More than that, you have to give up
1: next year's first as well. Yeah,
2: it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be more than a second rounder. But you look at the teams in front of us, there's at least three of them that could take a quarterback, and then there's like three or four teams behind us, probably within the next four or five picks that could take a quarterback. So if you're the Giants and you like a quarterback, how do you just say, Oh, yeah, let's just hope that Jaden Daniels or let's just hope that this guy falls to us at five? I, I can't. I can't see it. I, I not only are we going to be taking a quarterback, in my opinion, I think we're going to trade up. Right, now, of course, the trade has to be there, but I don't think Joe Shane sits on his hands and says, "Yeah, we're going to hope that uh, you know Drake May falls to us at five. No, he's going to go up to two, and he's going to make sure he gets him.
1: Yeah, I agree. I, I think Joe Shane is, you know, he's a uh, a younger guy. He's more modern than than Dave Gittleman. I think he knows he needs to be aggressive. And again, when your job's on the line you really like a guy and you're tied your head coach? And Brian Dable says, listen, I love Drake May. Let's let's go up and get Drake May. And Joe Shane calls Arizona and says, all right, listen, we'll give you number five, we'll give you next year's first, and we'll give you Seattle's second-round pick this year, whatever that, that may be, 45 or whatever. So you give up number five this year, you give up 545, and then you give up next year's first and a third next year's. Say that. That, that probably gets that done.
0: I think
1: so. So he says, okay, that's what we're going to do. Because next year, you don't know where you're picking. You don't know the draft class. You don't know who's going to, I mean, yours, I don't know. I mean, I don't know who's declaring. I don't think Shudor Sanders will or,
2: probably be available.
1: Right next right. year. Right. And, yeah. and uh, Dylan Gabriel probably. But, I, I mean, who else?
2: You, but, but like you said, who knows, bro? We know the Giants might be picking 25th next year. Right. They could, be right. Picking, they could be
1: picking 13th. Yeah. Now what do you do? You don't, you don't know. have another but bad you, year where they're, Six and eleven, but they pick 13th. Then then what do you do? Then you then if you want a quarterback and it's not as good as this class, then you got to trade way up and give up more draft capital. Yeah, this is the year to make this happen because again, Joe Shane can bring his guy, bring a couple of his guys in here with some more money, the more the free agents that he wants. He can start building. They could easily look and go, We love Drake May. Just say, love Drake May. We're gonna do everything we can to get Drake May and let's. Plan for getting Drake May, and then let's plan on getting the guys around Drake May that works with Drake May, the guys that work with his system, the guys that work with his skill set. That's what these guys get paid to do. Yeah. We have to trust Joe Shane, regardless of what he does. We, As mad as we want to be about it, as pissed off as fans get about winning games and as pissed off as fans get about, it, I don't want a quarterback. I love Daniel Jones. It don't really matter what we love. This is Joe Shane's decision. And Whatever he does, whether I agree with it or don't, I got to support it. Because he's the guy. And if we're going to win, we have to rely on him to do his job. I'm sick of losing. So yeah. whatever he deems is best for the Giants, I have to go along with it. Till he gives me a reason not to.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, quarterback, like, like you said earlier, this is, what, six years now with Daniel Jones and we're still asking questions?
2: Can't happen. Right.
0: You know, people talk about, you know, guys who were put on scholarships, you know, and I get it. Daniel Jones... The Giants did him wrong. I mean, I'm not denying that. 100%. But at some point, you got to yeah. rise above that. And, yeah. you know, the, between the injuries and between the slow processing time and just the other factors, at what point do you say enough?
2: Listen, at the end of the day, life is not always fair. And it may not have been fair to Daniel Jones. I don't feel too bad for him. He got a big contract.
1: Yeah.
0: It's not
2: like, it's not like Sam Darnold. You want to feel bad for a quarterback? Feel bad for Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold never got the big second contract. Mm-hmm. Sam Darnold got thrown out in New York. Without any support, his entire time there, his best wide receiver was Robbie Anderson. He had no offensive line to speak of. They gave him three years and they got rid of the guy. Uh, he was set up for just as much failure, if not more, than Daniel Jones was. Zach so, Wilson's another one. He's Jack, go him yeah, right. didn't too. Exactly. There's plenty of others. So that's just life in the NFL. It's not always fair if we move on from Jones. I do think um, he could be a good quarterback. There's a reason I wanted to bring him back this year. I thought it was the best decision based off the situation we were in. And I do see potential for him to be a very good quarterback in the NFL. I won't say elite. I won't say great. But I think if he gets put in a good search situation, he may thrive. And I'll root my ass off for him. He's a great kid. But I don't think his future, unfortunately, is going to be with the New York Giants.
1: Yeah, he just doesn't work here. Again, I'll I'll go until the day he retires. I'll always think Deion Jones has the physical skill set to play very well in the NFL. When you process slow and that offensive line is bad, and now he's got a torn ACL, which takes a big weapon away from him, which is his, his legs. legs. Okay, who knows what that's going to mean? So now you got a quarterback who's had two neck injuries, a torn ACL. You're going to stick him back there behind that offensive line again, and say, ah, we well, you know, we're going to pass on the quarterback. Let's throw him back it, there it, and it, see what happens. <laughs> oh, That's it, not it, what he's going it, to do.
2: It's like being in a five year relationship with a girl, and you you, you remember. The potential that she had, and she remembers the potential that you had, but you're both dragging each other down. The Giants right. are dragging Daniel Jones down. Daniel Jones is dragging right. the Giants. Down. Bad marriage. We need, we need a break. Daniel Jones needs to date a new girl, and we need a new girl for us. That's that's true. where we are.
1: <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> Great analogy. I like it that. Is. That was good. That was good. <laughs> that's a good
0: analogy. That's right. Yeah. Giants, they
1: just I don't gotta think break got
0: up from experience. What it is. What it is. <laughs>
1: Yeah. And people, I mean, I I can't really speak to experience. I've been with the same woman for a quarter of a century, so I I don't know. But um, and when I was younger, I certainly didn't date for five years. That was pretty five maybe
0: months, maybe. Ready. I not do right, either. I, I basically married my yeah. only. But I, only I know, people. I know, Chris. It
1: it's actually is a good analogy. You it, you don't want to bre- you don't want to break up because you know you don't want to admit hey we both made a mistake here. But sometimes it's better for both parties. You know, yeah. listen, I I can speak from experience. My parents, they got divorced when I was young. Guess what? Both of them went on to find other people and get remarried. Right now, my dad passed away years ago, but he was married to the his second wife till he passed away. And my mom was married to her second husband until he passed away. So obviously they found happiness after just didn't work with them. They still cared about each other, but it didn't it didn't work. It's yeah. Just like the Giants, it's not like if Daniel Jones goes to Minnesota. I'm gonna go ah screw and my OB gets killed No, I I don't care, but he's not the future quarterback of the Giants. It just did not work. They did not build correctly around him. You can blame Gettleman. but don't blame Shane for that. It's not Shane's fault. He didn't build that team around Daniel Jones. Gettleman did that.
2: You gotta hope that Shane doesn't do the same thing to the guy that he brings in. Correct.
0: I don't think he would. I I I think think he will. And if he does, he should be fired but yeah. I don't think he will. So, all right, guys, got to take a quick break. When we come back, we've been talking about the offense. We'll swing over and we'll talk a little bit about the defense right after this. Hey, Giant fans, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be hundred percent certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available, right? So that's why you have to check out LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. I've used LinkedIn Jobs myself to find aspiring writers for Giants Country, the site that I run over on SI's Fan Nation. And the process is not only super easy, but a big time saver. Simply add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so that you can quickly prioritize whom you'd like to interview and hire. So don't spend time sorting through endless resumes and dead end leads. Put LinkedIn jobs to work to you today for free by visiting linkedin.com slash NFL. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, Giant fans, Lockdown has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. On Sports Today is here for you all day, every day, covering the top sports stories of the day, with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every single league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Locked On Giants Live. train Attain, and dog We are back after a month. It feels like it's been longer than that. Has it really been but that long? This- yeah. Oh well, yeah, it was before the bye week. Don't you remember? Because I, I, I think we did our show before the bye, and I said there was going to be another show because I was going to go concert. Holiday, That's right, I remember I that. So and we did. not We
1: did see Devito's first win, though. We did do that.
0: Yeah. Yes, that, that we did see.
1: That's right. We yeah, had the so bye in there. The That's win right. Win. It has been a
0: wow. Time flies. Yeah, it's been over, and well, it, we would have done it sooner had I not gotten COVID, but right. because I was stupid and I didn't mask up as much as I should have, I got COVID. But did exactly. you enjoy
1: the show? Was the question.
0: I saw three shows, dude. They were awesome. <laughs> good. Good. Except there you go. For the last one, the last one though, what, that one was just somebody in front of me, sitting in front of me, got sick all over the place. Which, but I made a hundred bucks because some guy offered to to swap seats with me, and he paid me a hundred bucks to move back six rows. So I'm like, shoot, I'll take it. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> Music still sounds good. the same six
1: rows back. Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. That was a you little know? better
1: than an extra $100. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, I mean, I, I had a good time. It was a nice break, and I needed the break from all the yes. losing and, you know, just football. And I felt like I came back. Even though I had COVID when I came back, I felt more focused and sharper with my football stuff. So it was a long break, you yeah, know. You I mean, either having to body that late, oof, I hope it's not the case next year. But anyway, yeah. guys, let's talk about the defense because we've been talking about the offense in the first part. You know, for me, if nothing else, if, you know, and I'm sure Shane has a, a laundry list of things he wants to do on the defensive side. Could they please get another pass rusher to compliment Thibodeau? Because I'm sorry. I like Ozie's, Aziz Ojulari, but I he's always hurt, which drives me nuts. Yeah. Jihad Ward ain't it. No, You know, right. Isaiah Simmons, I think he's going to have a role, but he hasn't really had that role as a pass rusher. Um, he's been more of a spy for them. Get another pass rusher. I've been screaming about this now for what, two, three years?
2: They yeah. certainly could use another pass. I mean, if you tell me right now what's the biggest needs on that defense going into next year, that would be number one for me. A, a second pass rusher opposite Kayvon. Um, you think about what a legitimate, and I wouldn't be shocked if they go the free agency route with that, by the way. I, yeah. I don't know how much they plan to spend in free agency, and I don't know who's available, but I wouldn't be stunned if they go for an established maybe 27, 28-year-old pass rusher. because that would really enhance Kayvon. It would enhance Dexter Lawrence even further when you have a legitimate guy to worry about. But I agree. I think that's a big need for this defense next year. And then the second corner. I I think the second corner is a big need next year because you're going to lose a Dory. Um, I I think they're going to need a second corner in this defense as well, along with potentially a safety, uh, depending on what happens with McKinney.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at a couple
1: of defensive ends that are undrafted free agents. And how about this Jonathan Greenard kid for Houston? He's got 13 sacks and 22 hits. He's 26 years old. That'd be that'd be pretty good. Whoever Denico Autry is, I don't even know these guys. I don't want Houston or Tennessee. Oh, he's 33. You don't want him. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, this is uh, he's got 12. He's got 12 sacks. That's crazy. I'm looking at quarterback hits, but Jadavian Clowney's having a good year for Baltimore as <laughs> well. Oh uh, well, I don't know what, but I don't know what these guys are going to get paid either. Yeah, but, uh, Chase Young's a free agent. Yeah, More yeah, but end. you know
0: what? You got. I haven't sat down and looked at the, the cap space. Doesn't say. It's going to change, gonna change obviously, um, because there's going to be some postseason accounting that has to go on. Right. Guys didn't earn bonuses and stuff like that, and then guys that are going to get cut or have their contracts negotiate renegotiated. I do think that they're going to go the free agency route. For a pass rusher, I think that's the way to do it. Put your resources into be, building up that offensive line. You know, get the quarterback, obviously. Maybe get yourself a veteran offensive lineman. But yeah. really, you know, and and for the second, you know, cornerback. I don't know. Do they have? Do you think Trey Hawkins can develop into that guy, or do you think eh, maybe? You know, do you go veteran?
2: You go, or or yeah, maybe Cordell Fly. I don't know, but I I, I would like a veteran. A it, it, getting
1: roasted, man. He he can't tackle.
2: Exactly. Yeah, I would like at least a solid veteran signing there. But I agree with you. I, I think if they're going to spend big, like last offseason, I thought it should be a linebacker just because I didn't think they were going to take a linebacker early in the draft. And it was such a pressing need. Um, And I, I thought that if they were going to spend big at one position, it should be linebacker. This year, I think it should be an edge because the way I look at it is, I don't see an individual interior offensive lineman free agent making a gigantic impact by himself. That's a unit thing. I feel like they have to grow together. I would rather their younger players grow and get better. Maybe you draft a guard. I don't know. But if I'm going to spend premium bucks, I I agree with you. I think it would be an edge because I think there's a much higher probability that that edge would have a bigger impact than an individual guard.
1: Yeah, I agree because, I mean, you look at the Giants. I'm just looking at the Eagle game and a lot of games. We can't get there with four guys ever. Yeah. So Wink dials are the blitzes, and then we started to get to Jalen Hurts. But you shouldn't have to bring six, seven guys just to get pressure. You gotta, you gotta have some guys that can that can make those plays on third down and eleven. You know, like when he when he went to court, the third and twenty still agitates the hell out of me. You go to quarters defense, you don't rush anybody. Can't get there. AJ Brown wants thirty two yards on the field, and just sits down in a, in a hole, right on mm. the sideline. And I'm like, how is he that open? How do you just – where is the – if you're going to play quarters, you play up, you know, 18 yards and make them catch the ball in front. Of you don't just let them go 30 yards on the field. But the fact that we can't get pressure with four guys speaks to the fact they do need another edge rusher. Kayvon certainly has had great games, but he's also had games where he hasn't had a great game. So it can't always rely on one pass rusher. They certainly could use –
0: Kavon has, has
2: more than half the team's sacks, I believe. Right, right. And, like, and also, we're not getting okay. it from anywhere else, that's right? I mean. And then
0: also, you know, that helps Dexter because yeah. you know, ever since they traded away Leo, the teams are doubling and tripling Dexter. Yeah. So you get another pass rusher in there, and now you have to, de- you know, if you're the other team, you got to devote resources to that guy.
1: Yeah. So yeah. I mean,
0: that's got to be priority number one, in my opinion. Now, you know, going back to the offensive line for a second here. What's, you know, if they change coaching, which I, I believe is going to happen, don't know for a fact, but I, I think it's going to, I think it has do to. you change the type of guys you bring in or, you know, do you say, okay, you know what, the big system is, is stable system. We just put, pl- you know, plug and play. I mean, how do you approach that? You know, usually they try and get the guys that the coaches want to make the bigger system work, but what do you look for? If you're, you know, looking offensive line, obviously I think guards, you know, although they'll say they have a couple of young guards that they
1: mm-hmm. probably
0: didn't develop the way they wanted to. So can you salvage one of those guys? Do you re-sign Ben Bredesen, for example, to bring him back? You know, mm-hmm. I don't think Justin Hughes coming back. I'd be surprised, no. you know. So what do you do for that offensive line and how much does the potential change of coaching affect that?
2: Well, I, I I think you clearly stick with Thomas. I think they're gonna stick with Neil and I, and obviously JMS. Though those three are clearly coming back, and they're more than likely gonna start. And then, yeah, I think I think you hammer the guards, whether it be Azudu, maybe he has a good camp and you he grows, or in the draft, or I think they're gonna draft the guard, and I think they're gonna draft the guard relatively early. It's not gonna be in the first round, but I think there's a decent, especially if we don't use a tra- if we don't trade up and we have two second round picks. I think we're taking a guard with one of those two picks. Um, I think you have to. I, I think you have to try to draft the guard relatively early in this year's draft. We need two guards as far as I'm concerned. I, I, Bredis is not a long-term answer. He's a stopgap for me. Always one. Yeah. He's gone. Um, yeah. So I, I expect them to draft the guard relatively early in this year's
0: draft. You think so? I'm thinking maybe – I don't think day two. I'm thinking maybe day three. You think, early you think day fourth, day.
2: fifth round? Yeah. I, I again, would prefer... that that
0: depends on if they trade away. That's yeah. the other thing. Because if they make the trade that you were talking about earlier to get the quarterback, then that kind of limits, you know, you're gonna have to sacrifice something. So Yeah, I, I think I think
2: we'll have a much better grasp of it after free agency. Like if the Giants go out there and sign a wide receiver, I'll say, Oh, maybe, you know, then maybe they'll go guard with that second round. But if yeah, I, I guess we gotta wait till we we'll see what they do in free agency. But I think they have yeah. to take a guard at some point in this draft. They have to must say well, sign do you,
0: him. I mean, do you think that, unless finals. they and, yeah. and and uh, uh can develop do you think they were a victim of you know poor coaching or are they just not that well, they were
1: played out of position too i mean they yeah. they had him playing tackle and it's not really azuto's not a tackle neither is McKeithen. so um i i feel like azuto could be a good guard but, again, when you have young players, it does come down to coaching and, and the way these guys are coached. I just look at Andrew Thomas. Now, I know Andrew Thomas had you know some injuries he dealt with year one, but I remember he got off to a terrible start, and that's when the whole Joe Judge-Mark Colombo thing blew up because the Georgia coach came out, or line coach said, what the hell are they doing to him? This is nothing we taught him here. Like, Colombo's teaching him a totally different thing. They got rid of Colombo, and all of a sudden – Andrew Thomas came in all pro, right? Or he plays at that level. So it does speak to the fact that coaching has a lot to do with developing these players. Yeah. You know, you can be great in college because a lot of times you're going against guys that aren't NFL level pros. But you get to the NFL, I don't care who you're playing. That's an NFL level pro or they wouldn't be there. So I, I'm not giving up on Evan Neal. I, I, I think Evan Neal has got way too much talent. He wouldn't have been seventh overall. I know Dallas who's done really well. And that's what I was going to say earlier. I read something where the Cowboys really loved Evan Neal. And they they obviously know what they're doing with the offensive line. So you got to get a new coach in here and see if you got nothing to lose. You got nothing to lose. This offensive line can't be worse. It cannot be worse. It cannot be worse. So make the coaching change, bring in a veteran guard or draft one, roll with your center, your two tackles, and let's go to work. Yeah.
2: I'm with
0: you i mean you know a lot of a question i get often and i don't think we can answer it now because we've got to wait until the coaching carousel start starts is who's the best option for an offensive line coach out there who should the giants go and get and Munchak, I, right now Munchak
1: can't I hear a lot and so who is it munchek right is that is that the name of your Mike Munchek yeah
0: okay that I'm thinking oh sorry. sorry uh the guy in New England um, saw something. Well, he's
2: been remember. there forever. Yeah, There's he, he yeah. retired, didn't he? Yeah, he, he he was the best offensive line coach in football for a long time.
0: Yeah, and where's Munchak right now? Is he with? He's not with Tennessee, right?
1: I don't know if he's with anybody right now. Um, I think he's out, just out there. He was Denver's offensive line coach last. Yeah, he's he's out there. He's Where not he with anybody. But that's a, I mean, that's a name I hear a lot of people bring up. So.
0: He was with the steel, the uh, Steelers, uh, most recently, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: Denver, either Denver. Denver. Like,
0: he was yeah. with Denver. Yeah, sixty-three year old. Okay, I, I could, I could deal with that. Um, who's the guy that went to Cleveland? Their offensive line coach. Love to get that guy. <laughs> um, and I remember that was it. It wasn't. Um, oh gosh, Cleveland Browns offensive line coach. That guy I know was in demands, and at the time he didn't come here because. Uh, oh, Bill Callahan. Callahan. Bill Callahan. Callahan. Yep. Yeah. You know, but if you if you go and you get somebody like that, you've got to give them a promotion. You have to, you know, make them like the assistant coach or something like assistant head coach, or something like that. You know, but he he was a good candidate, and I remember they weren't going to get him because of the bad blood between him and Jason Garrett at the time.
2: Yeah. He's, I mean, he was in very high demand. Um Callahan. I remember the last time around, so I'd love him, but he's currently with Cleveland, but I would love him.
1: Yeah. But so Garrett, I
0: mean, Garrett got us again, Dr. Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> the gift that kept on giving, right? Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, all right. So what other needs really stick out to you guys with this team? You know, I mean, I'll give you one, and it, I know a lot of people are going to say, ah, big deal. It's not, a, or it's not a big deal. But I think the Giants could potentially move on from Darnay Holmes. Now, you guys are going to say, well, good riddance. But you know what? Darnay Holmes and Nick McLeod as Gunners this year, they've done a pretty good job.
2: Yeah. I think they're going to move on from him. I, I, I thought, but
1: I thought that this year too, and they didn't. So, know.
2: Yeah. Well is well, we'll gonna have
0: a
1: lot, gonna have a lot of questions because Dory's yeah. not coming back. And yeah,
0: I, I don't know I, what they're I, doing with
1: McKinney. McKinney oh, no, I think cool. he
0: wants to. What's I that? think he wants to come back.
1: I, I'm, he might, but I, what are you gonna pay him? I mean, it's you know I gotta
0: I gotta get with him and kind of see what he might be thinking there. McKinney. I, I know last I spoke to him, he, he was like he'd love to be back, but you know. Would he love to be back at a at a reduced rate? I mean, maybe. Who knows?
2: What's his market really going to be, though? I mean, he has not played well this year, Dory. Right? I mean, I know he had big right. fix this past he's week. He's not a ball hawk. Yeah, I, I don't know if he's going to have a huge mark. I just, I just don't view it, Dory. I always felt like at a, he was kind of a holdover from the previous regime. He was not the type of corner that they wanted in this defensive scheme. He's not a man. He's not like a Deontay Banks, a guy that I knew that they would draft a quarter like that. I, I don't view him as a fit here. So I, I'd be surprised, regardless of what he's well, willing to take, if the Giants bring a Dory back.
0: Speaking of the scheme, look, one thing we haven't talked about Yeah. Does Wink come back next year, you know, because there was that Jake Lazer so. report that yeah. he and Dable were headed for a divorce. I oh, I hope so too. But, you know, does Wink draw interest maybe as a head coaching candidate? And does he look to get out of the Giants? I, you know, I I'd mean, be stunned. That, that can influence what they do on defense as well.
2: I'd be, st- I wouldn't be stunned if he le- if the he's not back with the Giants. I think he will be, but I wouldn't be stunned with that. But I'd be stunned if he got a head coaching job. I mean, there were so many other years where he had more going for him than this year. It's, the defense is not good. We've shown spurts, but with the Ravens, he had one of the best defenses in football. Even last year, he probably had more going for him than this year. So. I don't think he'll get a head coaching job, but I wouldn't be shocked if the Giants move on. Do I think they should? No, I would bring him back, but um, I'd be very surprised if he got a head coaching job.
1: Yeah, I hope he's making inter- he interviews, but I don't yeah, think he'll I'll be job. surprised if Wink got a, a head coaching job as well. But you never—I mean, you never know. I also don't know what they're going to do with Xavier McKinney. I McKinney don't think he comes man. back. I'm What's pretty
0: that? sure he's not coming back.
1: I can't see the Giants putting all that money into McKinney because I gotta imagine he's getting sixteen to eighteen million dollars a year from somebody. I mean it's just,
0: this is gonna he's be definitely an above average safety situation all over again.
1: Yeah, he's definitely an above average safety, and somebody's gonna pay him a lot of money. Oh, absolutely.
0: So, and it's, it, it's not we, the we
1: have there's just too many needs here to and I love McKinney, he's my favorite giant. I mean, I don't buy a lot of jerseys. I bought his at the beginning of the year, so It'll suck, but I'm not I'm not a player guy. I don't cling to players. Like I'm not going to get mad if they let McKinney walk. I understand it's a business, and I understand. Hey, listen, man, when you're where the Giants are, and you ain't been good in years, and that offensive line is terrible, and you need an edge rusher, you need a wide receiver, you need a lot of other things, I'm not going to sit here and cry over, oh, they didn't bring McKinney back and for $17 million, no. let McKinney go get his money. I don't blame him there either. It's a business. He's got to get paid. Too.
0: Think about this. I mean – You cannot bring back, in my opinion, you can't bring back uh, Saquon and McKinney and get a veteran edge rusher. You're just not going to be able to do all three. Right.
1: Well, I mean, they could tag McKinney technically, but they they might also want to tag it faster. How much is a tag for a safety? It's like 19 million.
0: Yeah, it's going to be cheaper. there's
1: There's no way they would do that then. Yeah, it's outrageous. So, you know, what is now, the, tag? Like the top five of the position, the average of the top five of the position. Is that how they get the the franchise
0: tag, tag I believe, is the top average of the top five, I think. Okay.
1: Then that would make sense.
0: So yeah. now yeah, if they can walk, do you feel comfortable with Dane Belton and the guys that they have on the roster do you or do you go and, and look to get either a veteran or somebody in the draft?
1: So, veteran probably. And, and maybe draft one day three. Well, yeah. I, I don't I, are really good for us, so I, I am comfortable with Shane finding somebody that can play.
2: Yeah. I'm looking at it now. I, 17.2 next year for a safety is the, is, the, is the, not the, they're, they're not going to
1: doing that. That's the projected tag, tag Barkley by a mile. <laughs> yeah. The,
2: the running back tag is it should be 12. 12, 12.4, which is what it would be for Barkley. Right. Cause it's 20% on top of what, so yeah, mm-hmm. Barkley, that's what it would be for Barkley. So it'd be five more million to tag McKinney.
0: Yep. And, yeah. and that we're, $5 million can go towards an edge rusher.
2: We're not, not going to, if we're going to, no, McKinney's it, not, not going yeah,
0: to. I, I think, you know, McKinney deep down knows that, that that's the case. And, you know, it's interesting. He's been playing well down the stretch here, trying to put some really stellar films so that he can drive up that marketing price. Yeah, he's definitely
1: played much better uh, since he's had a, you know, a couple of outbursts that probably weren't the smartest thing to say. But one thing I could say about that with McKinney was, it showed he cared to me. Uh, I mean, at least, you know, he, again, when you're, when you're losing a lot of this stuff happens, I think Wink said it best. And there was this report from Jake laser that all oh, was tension and Wink and Dable don't like one another. And they asked Wink about it. And Wink said, this, this isn't my first rodeo. He goes, this it's the same as it was last year. The difference is when you're eight and four, you don't talk about this stuff. When you're four and eight, you do. And he, that's exactly it. It's exactly it. Losing just it breeds contempt. That's why so I always say winning builds culture. The hell was we gotta bring guys, good guys in the locker room. It, it don't matter how good they are when you're losing, you're gonna be upset. It breeds contempt. But winning, you know, it builds culture. Last year, you look at just look at the body language, look at the way they responded to one another last year as opposed to this year. Way mm-hmm. different, including the coach. Which Brad, you saw that I put on Twitter? It's been a trying year for David. Well, you can tell. You can tell, but yeah, his coach, you know, kind of threw the stuff down. Merry Christmas, whatever. You, you this year has really worn on him. So Absolutely. you you can tell because it's been a bad year. It's been a lot of controversy, injuries, poor play. You know, uh, players. You know, spouting off Kenny, Evan Neal, uh, whatever. It's just it's not been a good year uh, for the Giants, and he's dealt with adversity, which something he said right at the beginning of the season, which was just an ominous sign when he said, well, you know, every year is different, and every player deals with adversity differently, and we haven't faced any adversity yet, so we'll see what happens when we do. And there there it is, all year.
0: You wonder so, if he knew something back then.
1: I don't know. I, I said it right at the beginning. There was just something weird about the team. I don't know.
0: I couldn't put my finger The, the just, thing with McKinney, I think that what irked him is that he saw Dexter get paid, he saw Andrew yeah. get paid, he saw Daniel get paid, he wanted to get paid. But question. And you know, they tra- Joe Shane from what I understand sat him down and explained to him, look, this is where we're at and this is what we're going to do and we'll talk to you after the season and I think that bugged McKinney. That got under yeah. his skin because he felt that he should have been amongst those getting new contracts early on.
2: Yeah, and what I and if I was Shane, what I would tell him is listen, you don't you don't play quarterback, you don't you're not a pass rusher, and you're not a left tackle. You're a safety. The truth the fact of the matter is safeties you get paid usually doesn't work out. How'd it work out for Jamal Adams? How'd it work out for Landon Collins? It, it's not a position where you should pay premium bucks.
1: It's a not, luxury position. It's luxury. not saying it
2: not saying it he doesn't deserve it. Someone will give it to him. He's a very good player. He signed a high profile agent. That is a hint to me. He's not taking any discounts. He's not going to be like, I want to be a giant for $14 million a year. I don't, think so. I don't um, think so. And if you're the Giants, how are you going to give this guy $18, $19 million a year? I don't think he can. I just yeah. don't. Yeah. And and I, I, don't wish, you, I don't know want to come on an edge
1: rusher. Yeah. It's, the edge rusher is way more important. It just absolutely. is. Absolutely. It's just positional value. This is what I talk about all the time. I, I, I'm not going to get hooked on players. And it's an unpopular take for me. And because I'm like, you know what? If they let Saquon walk, I'm okay with that. I, I don't need to give Saquon three more years because the explosiveness sends you ACL. It's not there, and this line is not good. Then you don't need a superstar running back to succeed. You need a good running game, and, not a superstar running back. You know, see, uh, the Chiefs won a Super Bowl with Isaac Pacheco. Is he better than Barkley?
2: I, I I think I think the people that are at this point arguing for Barkley. I feel like he deserves the money. Like at the end of the day, he may deserve money, but the Giants should not give it to him. Uh, that's that's the truth. They should well, not give. They should not give him a franchise running back contract. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't, I, and sure. I don't look think they
0: his, will. Look at how his snap counts have have, have dropped. Yeah. You know, he's not being utilized on third down. And oh, yeah. by the way, when he when he has to pass block, I don't know about you. Have have you been impressed with his pass blocking? I know I haven't.
1: No, yeah. It seems like he, it also seems like something, uh, he's not injured, but like it's everything. It seems like he goes out a lot with something like his ankles tweaked or his shoulders tweaked or just something. Uh, He's just not the same player. He's dealt with injuries. He's older now. What is he, almost 27? Is he 27 now? Next next year, he'll be 27. Right. So it'll be in February, he'll be 27. So he's almost 27. And unfortunately, for running back, you're coming out of you, you're pretty much done with your prime, unless you're just a Adrian Peterson or somebody. But most of the time, running backs hit their prime that when they come out of college, yeah. which is why they want that contract. I mean, and that's why teams usually give it to them before their contract runs Jonathan out. Jonathan Taylor,
2: perfect example. He got yep. it
1: because he's yep. three years in. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So that's the big difference. And now he's 27. He's dealt with another injury and he's averaging four yards a carry. Part of that's the offensive line. I understand that, but he's not what he was when Eli was here. When I, I, I saw I still, maybe, that year, it was just – he was maybe, maybe this is
2: me being too – and I agree with you. He's not the same player he was his rookie year. But maybe this is me being too optimistic. I, I do think they're going to get something done
0: because I don't think Barkley's so market too.
2: is, is going to be as high as people think outside of and the Giants. a
0: new agent too, don't forget, who yeah. came in late into the process last year.
2: Yeah. I don't know what it'll be. But I think it'll maybe three for twenty four. Three. I don't think it's three for twenty seven with like an out after two. I don't think it's going to be like a break the bank contract. I do think that they're going to come to some kind of middle ground this offseason. Yeah. Well,
1: like I said, I'm my point. Like if they let him walk, I'm not going to be upset. I don't either. Right. I'm saying I don't get hung up on players. Yeah. I just don't. I'm not going to get hung up on a guy because I like him better than other players or I have my favorites, we all do. And I'm not gonna say, oh my god, they gotta they gotta get Saquon back here because he's Saquon. Yeah. Saquon's gonna be gone at some point, whether that's next year. Yeah. Or whether it's six years from now when he retires or whatever.
0: I you, wouldn't you put wonder. money into a guy who comes out on third deck. And interestingly I said at the start of the season that I could see that being the case to keep him fresh. So I don't know. I, I don't think I would invest huge money in him. If they can get something done modestly for two years, I would take that. I would definitely yeah. take that.
2: Yeah, I think it's they really will. I, I think Saquon wants to retire, John. I really do. And I, I, I think, do think too. And I think he's also smart enough to realize he's a year older. He got hurt again. Not his fault. It happens. It's the NFL. Yep. You're not going to be as attractive this year. Last year, he would have been. He would have gotten – I think somebody would have given to him, but – I don't see him getting more than maybe nine or ten million dollars a year, and in, for in, if he even hit the open market, because if, if that much, because teams see around the league what the running back market is, and it only goes down and down and down. You could draft your next great running back. It's just, it's just the sad reality of the position.
1: A lot of a lot yep. of players they get tagged this year. You know, Zeke Ezekiel Elliott walked. They tagged Tony Pollard. They tagged Josh Jacobs in in mm-hmm. uh, Vegas. You know they. It's, it isn't what it is because running back is getting phased out. Reason being, all these mobile quarterbacks yeah, that, that take touchdowns to the running back. I mean, Jalen Hurts says, what, 14, 15 touchdowns? Now, 15 years ago, that's DeAndre Swift, right? But if you get down to the two-yard line, it'll go, I don't need the damn running back down here. I got the quarterback that we're either going to quarterback sneak. We're going to roll the quarterback out. We're going to bootleg it. We're going to RPO, Whatever the hell they decide to do, quarterbacks can move now quarterbacks can you know take those touchdowns away from running backs running backs really get paid on on that that's where you want your running back in between the 20s is great and running game is very important what yeah the running game is very important not the running back the game itself the ability to run the football with no matter who's there
0: so exactly
1: you know Barkley was nice to have a Hey, you know, he can bust a 70-yard touchdown run. That's awesome. But what about the other 17 carries where he's getting three yards or two yards or minus two yards? And yeah. You're going – you can't convert third down because you can't run the freaking ball and it's third and nine all the time or you can't get one yard on third and one because what the line stinks. The running back don't hit the hole or whatever the case may be. Yeah. It's, it's the running game in yeah. general. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. I'll be honest. Maybe his ACLs like his injuries have something to do with it. I don't see Barkley finish runs. Barkley doesn't yeah. finish the run.
0: Yeah, he next time he holder, he'll be a first. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. All right, here's one we haven't talked about that I think we need to talk about. Would you run it back with Darren Waller next year?
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah because I don't think you save enough on your contract, but I think you save what's five or six million dollars if you cut them. I think
0: it's yeah, you you get a savings. I'll look it up, but you it's the dead money hit is significant. Let me just Yeah, look it it's, up
2: still, real quick. it's still I think it for me i i would I would bring him back for one more year and then oh. I'd probably move off after that. I, bet I think I'd bring him back because especially if you're drafting a rookie quarterback and I recognize Waller probably will get hurt and he'll probably yeah. only play seven or eight games. <laughs> But if you have a rookie quarterback, I think you want to try to give him as much help as you possibly can early on. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I would, I I just don't think the, fi- what are you going to get for $5 million? That's what I asked myself. Like, would well, I rather pay Waller or am I going to be able to refine to find? Like, am I going to be him- able to find a, you know, a competent tight end for $5 million in free agency? I think I'd rather just stick with Waller for a year. Well,
0: Waller. If you cut him, you save 7 million you get a 7.3 million dead hit it makes more sense to cut him after 2024 yeah. when you save 10.5 and you you know your dead money is 4.9 so mm. that's what i was thinking too i think you do run it back with waller i know you've got the injuries and everything like that but uh you know like you said if you have a rookie quarterback coming in you give this guy as much veteran help as possible
2: yeah, I think you cut Slayton. As much as I love him, I think I think he's been a good
1: giant. But I don't
0: know if they cut him. I'd be surprised if they cut Slayton. Really? But they, they I mean, save
1: a lot. They save like that. almost seven million or six million with him. Right, his his contract is almost eight
0: million. And Let me they see, saved, see what Slayton's numbers are. He's like say,
1: seven they, five. He save like six seven five. They they would save. They, well, they save a the million contract. dollars. Yeah, they would save like almost seven million. His contract is almost eight million. I think so. I maybe I he just, can,
0: yeah they would. They would save six, and they would be on the hook for 1.75. But maybe what you do – and I'm just looking here. He's got a roster bonus, a pro-rated bonus. His base salary is 2.5. Do you maybe look to extend him an extra if year? May, if it it year? If it makes sense,
2: if it's an affordable deal, I'm completely open to that. Yeah, um, I
0: can see that being a case. I think it's possible
1: maybe- Paris Campbell ain't coming back here.
0: Yeah, I'm all, I'm no, Paris if, is they, done. if they elect
2: to do that. If they go – let's extend you for another three years pay you 18 million or something or yeah i'm fine with that but I, if he's not willing to do something like that which i wouldn't blame him if he felt like he could get more in the open market um i would move
1: on i would do you yeah. think the Giants could take a big swing at a free agent wide receiver
0: well if they like do, a T. Higgins well, if they do they did i think we can agree they need a number one receiver but could we like maybe see more of Jalen Hyatt in there? You know, I think Jalen Hyatt and, and Wandale are going to be w- in some order, one and two and three. They're going to be two of the top three. Mm. So to your point about Slayton, if you go and you say, okay, we got to get a number one receiver and that number one receiver isn't Waller, do you say, okay, you know what? Now maybe we do have to bump Slayton out of the picture or do something with that contractor. How do you kind of handle that?
2: It's a you know, tough, a it's a t- especially if you're going quarterback. It's a tough situation. It's because uh, you're not going to be able to draft a wide receiver in the first round. Um, we'll find out. I mean, we'll find. I I I'm still leaning they're going to cut Slayton unless, like you said, it's a situation like that where they can extend them. Then that could very well make a lot of sense. But I don't see him playing on that one year deal with the Giants next year.
0: Yeah,
1: no, I, that's I a big cap
0: number. It, it
1: yeah. is. It's a big. That's a big savings for the Giants. Yeah. If they, if they and cut Let me see so,
0: that. That bonus, that roster bonus, is. I. I got to – And, I, and I will. I will say. In Slayton, incentives.
2: Slayton is the kind of guy that I think would be willing to take less to stay here. He had, he's shown that in the past, so I could see that happening. But if if they can, if they but I could obviously see them cutting him too.
0: Yeah, that's going to be an interesting one. I I gotta I gotta dive a little deeper into the details of his contract again, but that one, you know, because I think we can all agree they need a legitimate number one receiver and they don't have it right now.
2: No, and I don't think Hyatt's going to be that. As much as fans love him, as much as I love yeah. him, I think he's going to be a nice player for this team. I don't think he's a one. I don't think Wandell's a one. Um, the one is not on the roster yeah. yet. No. It's you not know, on the speaking.
0: Speaking of Hyatt, somebody earlier in the chat asked why we haven't seen a lot of Hyatt. And I have a theory, I'll just throw it out, and you can tell me if you agree or disagree. Hyatt, when he is was at Tennessee, what they asked him to do was different than I think what the Giants maybe were looking for him to do. And I just question if he was really developed and, and ready for the NFL. I mean, there's a reason why the guy slid down to the third round. So yeah, pro- I if, if it was just you know this year. Let's just get him up to speed, coach him up so that he can do more than just you know run the deep ball, just run straight ahead and you know catch the ball on the fly.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I agree, yeah. no question. He, he, yeah, that's pretty much what Tennessee was. They had 13 plays in their wristband, and a hooker run back and go, "Hey, run to the fire hydrant as fast as you can!" I'm going to throw the ball there. That's pretty much what Hyatt did at Tennessee. Tennessee did not have a and extravagant route trees for these guys. So, Pat to your point, I think that's true. I think the Giants were not their trade up for Hyatt. I mean, the man won the Fred Bolitnikov Award, so he obviously is a great receiver, and his best game was against Alabama, who had a really good defense. Um, but th- that's the coach's job. You can't teach speed, you can't teach that four-three blazing fast speed, it might even be sub-fourth. But the kid can fly. I love Jalen Hyatt. I'm excited about Jalen Hyatt. But there is more to the NFL than just running a uh, straight go or flyer out down the side. Like, there's way different stuff. So, yeah, I think he has to develop, and I think that's the coach's job. Right? right, let's get the kid in here with blazing fast speed. Let's get our home run hitter. Let's get our deep threat, and then we'll have to develop. him. So I, I do think that's part of the reason. And there's been other times he's been open, and the quarterback just can't get him the ball, whether that's because he's under pressure, because he doesn't see him, or because he underthrows him. I've seen the quarterbacks underthrow Jalen Hyatt all year when the- – it seems that way. Um, Kid can fly. He's, a, he's yeah. a bird.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right, guys, make sure you put your start putting your questions into the chat box. We'll start sprinkling them in as we go along. So let's pull one up here from the Big Moo, who Ooh. asks, is it true what I read that the Giants aren't playing Paris because he'll get an extra $100,000 per game per his contract terms? Moo, all I can say is that is accurate as far as he does get a per-game roster bonus. Is that the reason why he's not playing? Draw your own conclusions. That's all I'll say. I mean, yeah. I have my thoughts about it. Um, you know, Paris Campbell, I think he's a he's a very good player. I don't think he ever really fit in, though. They didn't use him right do. at all. Yeah. They didn't, no.
1: didn't use him at all. I so, don't even know what they brought him in here for. Watching them run three-yard well, look They had to
0: bring in, what, a million different slot receivers? Yeah. They thought that was more important than bringing in a swing tackle or edge they, rusher? They, did they bring still in a million don't get that.
1: Too.
2: I, I was new, excited about Crowder. him. Crowder. No. I was, so I was Dave
1: Crowder nothing else to return punts. I mean, our punt return unit was terrible. Yeah. Although
0: Olszewski's been pretty good. Right.
1: We got him, what, week Nine. 10, somewhere in there. But they like, screwed
0: that one up too. And Shane took ownership of it. I give him credit. He took ownership of that. But, you know, you had Jamison Crowder on your roster and Khalil Pimpleton, and you, you force-fed, you know, Eric Gray. Gray, who had never done it before. I right. just didn't. Man, I'm telling I'm you, you, this year, normally Coach I you. can understand the decisions that the coaches make. I don't agree with them. There were a lot of decisions that were made this year that I was like, what the heck are they doing?
2: Yeah, this is definitely, this is definitely a, a a wake up call for Brian Dable this year. I, I I'm not. I you can't defend a lot of the decisions that he's made. Uh, we go back to the week one against Dallas, leaving Daniel Jones, and that is one of the most ridiculous decisions I've ever seen in New How York. How they Bryant set coach. up the
0: tra- Yeah, that and, yeah. and and training camp, the preseason. Yeah. You only play the starters for one series against a crappy Carolina team.
1: That, yeah. was a, that was that so was a highlight of the first unit offense this season. Now in the second half against Arizona. <clears throat> who, who would have known? Chris and I watching again game going, man, his offense is cooking. Boy, we got we got Daniel Jones seven out of eight, you know, counted for all the yards, to touchdown. Darren Waller got involved. Freaking, I forgot who else got involved in that, but um, Paris I think Campbell got involved. I think Campbell
2: made a catch, yeah,
1: What happened to Isaiah Hodgins this year? Is my question.
0: Isaiah yeah. Hodgins. The impression I get, and you know, I could be totally wrong. This is my take on it. He was a flash in the pan last year. A guy that came in, you know, they were having injuries and and losing guys. He knew the system, he was able to step in and help them. They wanted to maybe gravitate towards the next level of the offense, and the level that they were looking to kind of gravitate to doesn't really fit what Hodgins can do well that's the impression I got
2: well nobody's done it nobody's done it well so uh,
0: exactly and and, you know another head scratcher decision and I love the guy everybody knows I love him I've gone on record as saying it Sterling Shepard being on this team you know he hasn't been I love him to pieces yeah but he's taking up a roster spot and, and what really are they getting out of him other than you know, a positive attitude, a guy who coaches guys up? I mean, if that's the case, bring him in as an assistant coach or something.
2: Yeah, he doesn't right. contribute on special teams. i I agree with you. I thought at the beginning of the year, I'm like, all right, kind of makes sense. Wandell's not playing right. Kind of kind of makes sense. But if we're being honest and I, and Shane would probably say this now. If they go back in time, they would have rostered Jamison Crowder uh, for oh, the punter returns right. alone. They would have they would have rostered Jamison Crowder and not rostered Sterling Shepard. It made a lot more sense to roster Crowder just for the fact that he could return punts. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Absolutely. All right. Uh, Moo's got another question here about Eric Gray and why isn't he out there at all? I'm not so sure his pass blocking is up to snuff, Moo. I think that's a big reason. Usually with a young running back, if he's not playing, it's because his pass pro is not up to snuff. So yeah, that and also, you know, he lost time because of the injury. You know, sometimes you got to take a step back with these young guys, you know, as, as opposed to throwing them back out there in the deep deep end of the pool. Let them catch their breath a little bit. I think Eric Gray will get his, um, you know, his, his opportunity. It just won't be this year. And, oh, by the way, did everybody see – Gary Brightwell suddenly disappeared from the injury report. He was supposed to be in the 21-day window, and he mm. is now off the, the injury report, which to me says he ain't coming back this year, which I'm not surprised.
1: I got to be honest. I forgot he was even on the team.
2: <laughs> I was surprised he made the team. I, th- I thought I thought uh, Corbin stood a good chance to make it over him. and yeah.
1: uh, I, I'm guessing uh, Brightwell is because of special teams. Yeah. No, that's exactly why I made it. Um, yeah.
2: But, yeah, it's Gray, I just – I think he'll get more of a role next year. I I don't think he'll necessarily be a starter, but he'll take over like Brita's role next year. Like I think he'll be, if we bring back Barker, which I still think we will, I I think he'll be the primary backup to Barker. Yeah, I think
0: Brita moves on. He's a free agent. Uh, I see James Vegas asked about Brita and, uh, you know, why is he getting snaps? Because he's experienced. He can pick up the, you know, pick up the blitz, pass pro and all that stuff. So that's why he's getting snaps right now. All right, Jordan Simitti asks, who would replace T-Mac if they moved on from him? You know, this is going to be very unpopular. Do I'm you like sure. him? But, no. But- judge. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not so sure they move on from T-Mac. I-, I go back and forth on this. I mean, there are days when I think they absolutely should, but I just get vibes that-, that he might be here again next year. I mean, I'm not sure why I'm picking up these vibes, but part of the problems, you know, you, you lose Gano, and now you're on what your fourth kicker. Gillen's hurt. You know, the the, the punt team for for a while there was was uh, I think the number two overall punt team, the punt coverage team. But then you look at you know the the mishaps like not having enough guys on the field, guys not maintaining their their lanes and. I don't know. I go back and forth on this. I really do. I mean I think you should be I think you should be fired. I, I, I think a change is needed too, but yeah. I'm not so sure that it will be. And I'm not usually
2: a guy that likes to like call for people to be fired. I the special teams has been bad. And this year, yeah, it's shown glimpses of being better, but the special teams have been bad here for the last three or four years. Yeah, uh, exactly.
0: That that would be, you know, my strongest case for arguing to move on.
2: Yeah, you know, I, but you know, I, I get rid of him. Chandler, I get rid of it.
0: next last year, really.
2: I get rid of Johnson too. I would get rid of the the old line coach and the special teams coach. They'd be the first who two would, out for me.
0: Who Who yeah. else would you get rid of from the coaching staff?
2: If I'm Dable, Kafka, I'm firing Kafka
1: because Actually, if you bring I should be bringing a rookie quarterback. I would imagine he's got it.
0: Yeah, oh, there's no question.
2: Yeah, because I'm it's on me now. Like if I'm Dable, I got this job because I'm an OC because I'm an offensive coordinator. I'm, I'm putting the ball in my, my job is now I'm on the hot seat going forward. This, this rookie quarterback, I'm going to live and die. This is my job. I'm going to be the one calling the play. So if I'm Dable and we're drafting a rookie quarterback, see ya. Good luck yeah, somewhere else. I'm Kyle. with you on that. Yeah.
0: And you promote maybe Shay Tierney, who I think would get the job as OC, but he would kind of be like that. Mike Sullivan OC where He's got the title, but Dable's really the one who's going to call the shots. I still say that's how it's headed. I think that the Giants are going to, you know, in time, Dable's going to go back to calling the plays, especially they bring back Wink. It makes sense to, you know, Wink's experienced enough. Let him run the defense. Don't worry about it. You know, get it, you know, whoever the special teams coordinator is, let him run special teams and let Dable focus on getting that quarterback that they're going to bring in. Up to speed. That's what I think is going to happen.
2: Yeah, amazing guy doesn't like us saying that. Read his last comment. <laughs> I know he loves Daniel Jones.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you know, amazing guy Joe Shane has said they're going to address quarterback, whether it be a draft pick or whether it be a free agent, or it might be both. For all we know, maybe they bring in a, a free agent on a on a cheap deal. They're going to they're going to do it. I mean, whether you like it or not, that's a reality.
1: Well, what? like I said earlier, it doesn't—it doesn't matter what you like or what you don't. This is yeah. not our decision. It's, it's Joe Shane's decision. You, know, you don't. Joe Shane don't care what the fans think, right? Fans play Madden. We sit here on YouTube, Twitter, whatever. We we give our opinions, but there's a reason that we are where we are, and he is where he is. So, mm-hmm. again, if you're Joe Shane, and I'm not even talking about being a GM of a of a football team. I'm, I'm talking about your job talking about job security if you want job security and you say if i go with a rookie quarterback i'm buying myself at least at least three more years because he probably isn't playing next year and then you're going to have two years of him at least you know on the clock so you you bought yourself an extra three years if you stay with daniel jones and again i know i said this already lack of production aside daniel jones say daniel jones comes out next year First three games, Giants are, you know, one and two or two and one. And Jones played well. He's thrown six touchdowns. He didn't do any interceptions. He's played well. And then he gets hit, and there goes his neck. And he misses the entire season. And there's Drake May balling out for New England. What happens to Joe Shane?
0: Bye.
1: Joe Shane can't take that chance. That's why the quarterback makes the most sense for his job security and for the fact, again, we're going to be in year six of Daniel Jones and we are still making the excuse he has no weapons. He has no line. He's had all these coaches. You should be able to see some quality in this guy. There should be a wow factor with him. He was drafted sixth overall now. Is that his fault? No, but when you're drafted that early, Your job, especially when you get a second contract, is, hey, we believe you can elevate players around. Why do other quarterbacks elevate the players around them? But it's like Daniel Jones like, well, everybody else has to elevate Daniel Jones, and if Daniel Jones doesn't succeed, it's this guy's fault. It's that guy's fault. It's Garrett's fault. It's Kafka's fault. It's Dable's fault. It's the line's fault. It's the line coach's fault. It's the receiver's fault. They can't get open. They drop passes.
0: How long are we going to do this?
2: Yeah, exactly. The fact, uh, 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 guys
0: on scholarship, C- can we can we agree that to a degree, Daniel's been on a scholarship?
2: The yeah. fact, the fact, the fact of the matter is, Daniel Jones is replaceable. Like almost every quarterback in the league, outside of about five or six, he's replaceable. Probably. And when you give the team the opportunity to replace you, especially when it's a rich quarterback draft class, they're going to replace you. the The, yeah. the, the, the fact of the matter is this: if Dak Prescott had a year like Daniel Jones had this year and got hurt two or three years ago. uh, And they were picking fourth or fifth in this draft. They would have drafted a quarterback Dallas. Dallas never had that opportunity because Dak didn't play bad or he didn't get hurt. Uh, And, and, and you could say the same thing about the Vikings with cousins and so many other, of these other quarterbacks, they are replaceable. And if you give the team an opportunity to replace you, they're going to do it. I would be, I'm almost as sure this year that we're going to draft the quarterback as I was that we were going to sign Jones. I, I I'm think we're drafting you. a quarterback. Uh,
1: Washington, yeah. right? Washington was rolling with Sam Howell. Yeah. They gave him this year. You, you thought that was get was a one year trial. Washington's picking third. Washington's going to take quarterback. I, I, I'd be shocked. Now I'm, I'm pressing that they don't. I like this. Sam Howell's a beast. You got to get the right coach there, and you got to keep him, and just draft a lineman or draft Brock Bowers. Or, Get Marvin Harrison. I don't really want Marvin Harrison in our division, but just get a lineman and roll with Sam Howell. Leave a quarterback for us. Even but more, of a reason, not doing that.
2: Even more of a reason, because I'm thinking about it. Why we're going to trade up for a quarterback? Because Washington. if you're Shane and you sit there and the Washington Commanders get an opportunity to draft Drake May, you are going to be destroyed. Right? If, if you had the opportunity to trade up and go get that quarterback, yeah, I we're trading up for a quarterback. I'm eighty five percent sure of it. we're gonna like they recording. said this
0: this is the year to go to the 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 combine last year, not so much so. Yeah. this year, I'm gonna gonna do everything I can. I'm gonna move heaven and earth to get there to yeah. see what I can pick up because always some interesting stuff, and usually the Intel I'm able to pick up, some of it does come to fruition. So that's certainly gonna be on the agenda for me. I was either that. it's funny. I got credentialed to do the Super Bowl. And I'm like, as much as I want to go to Vegas because I like Vegas, what's the point of me going to the Super Bowl?
2: That doesn't right. help the Giants. None. Yeah.
0: The combine I think is more to me more important. But uh, right. I gotta see if definitely. I can work all those details out. Yeah, if it's we were picking 25th ahead.
1: again, if we were picking 25th again, it wouldn't you'd take the Super Bowl, but with the yeah. situation the way it is, yeah, absolutely, it's definitely more exciting for Giants fans. Go, let's go look at and that's the other thing. People are like, oh, Giants fans just want a shiny new toy. I just want something different. Shiny new toys come out every draft. why I call the NFL. That's why I call the draft NFL Christmas. Yep. Everybody gets their shiny new toy. Yeah. Like I said, people are like, oh, the wide receiver. I'm sorry, quarterback at he can be a bust. That's right. We don't know, but we do know what Daniel Jones has been for five years. We have seen this for five years. We do know what he is. We do know his capabilities. We do know his limitations. We do know his injury history. We do know the Giants have not won with him there. We do know all of this stuff. So, yeah, there's a chance that they take Drake Mayer. They take – And we also
2: know know if you read Between the Tea Leaves, Joe Shane is completely sold on Daniel Jones. Joe Shane had the opportunity to sign – Daniel Jones on the fifth-year extension before he started a game last year, and he didn't do it. Joe Definitely. Shane last year signed Daniel Jones as he should have because he didn't have a choice. Uh, th- now he has a patch. Now he has a choice, and I think he's going to take it.
1: Yeah, I think you, I think you have to for your own job security. Yeah, and again, best-case scenario, they draft the rookie, and Daniel Jones plays well, and there's trade value. Because you are not going to hold Daniel Jones after this year if you take a rookie at yeah. all. So he, best case scenario is he plays well, and they get something back for him. I, yeah. I mean, if they don't take a rookie quarterback and and again he gets hurt, Joe Shane loses his job, and then and then here we go again with the new GM and who is it? I mean, this is the funny thing. Say they don't, and say they have a bad year next year, and Joe Shane, <laughs> and Joe Shane gets fired and they bring in a new GM and the new GM could say, I don't want this freaking guy on my team <laughs> because I, I, I just came in here. I don't want him. We can cut him now. we like the, the cap hits on as bad as it was. I, I don't even want him. the first thing, the new GM comes in and goes, you know what the hell with this guy. I don't want this quarterback. I'll take Shador Sanders, whatever.
0: Yeah. yeah. they push him
1: out. So what'd you do? You delayed it a year. Like the Giants fans that are sold on Daniel Jones. Do they think that Daniel Jones is going to play through this contract and then get a six year extension? Do you just want to hold on to Jones at the end of the contract and, and he fails and then you just delayed the inevitable for an extra two seasons? Or do you really think that this guy all of a sudden is going to stay healthy, become explosive, learn to progress as fast as he needs to, throw receivers open, scan the field, and do everything that he hasn't been able to do in the first five years, all of a sudden he's going to find it? See, I don't have that confidence. I thought yeah. last year he did. I yeah. thought last year, hey, yeah. this is a perfect system for him, which is why I said the Giants should sign him, which is why I was like, hey, Daniel Jones can play at this level. It comes out this year. I still, I still think year one, can. two. What's that? I still think he can.
2: But just I not here. Not I here. Not here. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. don't think his upside warrants – bypassing the ability to draft a quarterback in this year's draft, especially when you factor in the risk of injury.
0: Right. And he I, he's and coming it, off an injury, too.
2: Yeah. Like, to me, Daniel Jones, I still think he could, um, he could be the level of a Dak, in my opinion, or Kirk Cousins, if he had what they had. But he's never going to be more than that.
1: That's, yep. that's
2: how I feel about Daniel Jones.
1: And we and, may never have what Dallas has. We may yeah, never exactly. have a CD exactly. Lamb and a Cooper Cup and, and a great offensive line. We, that may never and, happen for him.
2: And if but it, and if you could get a guy – I uh, listen, I don't know how you feel about Drake dog. The more I watch this guy, the more I'm like that – I have a hard
1: I, – I, and this is what you call the, the logo scouting or helmet scouting or whatever. Yeah. I have a hard time with ACC quarterbacks. I I I have PTSD. Dave Brown, Daniel Jones, Rich Trubisky, Sam Howell. I am not saying Drake May can't be great because I didn't like Ohio State quarterbacks. Look at CJ Stroud.
2: I, I'm a. Tell I you just what. have
1: I have.
2: I'm gonna tell you what. Yeah. If he's
1: Drake me, May, I'm gonna be happy with it. I'm not the gonna more be. more I mad.
2: watch a Drake May, the more I see Josh Allen, and yeah, he. Well, that if that's
1: the case, Chris. They're going to get Drake May because we all know that they love Josh Allen.
2: He has traits to me. Some of the throws that dude can make, crossbody throws. He is big. He can run. I'm going to tell you what. Drake May is going to be a monster. And I think as a Giants fan, what that could be with Brian Dable. And if the Giants have an opportunity to get this kid, they're going to do it. This This guy is going to be tremendous if he gets put in the right spot. Well.
1: He may, yeah. He's not going to be in the right spot immediately because I don't think. Well, we're yeah, that's, that's right now. <laughs> yeah. But that's the thing. And I mentioned this shows ago. You draft the rookie quarterback, and you know you're going to do that. Right. So you know you're going to make these calls before the draft. This does not just happen on draft night. They, right. They're going to make these
0: calls. I'm where all, all that
1: chatter is going to start. Right. So, say the Giants already have a deal in place. We're trading up, getting Drake May. So now they're gonna have so they know this. Now they game plan. All right, now we have 2024 offseason. We're gonna we're gonna build, we're gonna start building around Drake May. Daniel Jones is gonna start, and then next year, guess what? You have another year. So in essence, you have two years to build around your rookie quarterback because you're not gonna build for Daniel Jones in 2024. If you know you're getting Drake May, you're gonna start building for what you perceive to be Drake May's strengths. Yeah. And then you're going to have all of 2025 to do the same thing in free agency and in the draft. So, in essence, you got two seasons to build around that rookie quarterback and put him in a better situation. Yeah. Right? That's something that Daniel Jones did not have yeah. at that's, all. He got thrown of, into the fire. We were a terrible team, and he's never recovered. No, yeah. He, I don't solely blame Daniel Jones for Daniel Jones' failure or the Giants' failures. They failed him. The way I look at it. They got paid, so that helped him, but they failed him.
0: Well, I mean, at least he's got something he could take away, right? I mean, if it doesn't work out here, which you know, I, again, I don't know that it does, and you know, maybe who knows? Maybe down the line they look to trade him once he's healthy if they do go ahead and get you know a new quarterback, um uh, you know, through the draft to be their franchise guy, certainly a possibility, I would think. So yeah, anyway, let's take our last break. Um, I got a quick break I gotta take. And then we'll continue taking your questions. So pop them in the chat box and we'll get to them uh, right after this. Hey, Giant fans, if you've got a specific food craving, but you don't have that food readily available in the house, or maybe you're wanting a meal from your local favorite restaurant, but you don't have time to run out to get it or to sit in the restaurant, you don't have to, thanks to DoorDash. DoorDash can bring you whatever you want, when you want it, morning, noon, and night, including groceries and items from convenience stores. For years, I've trusted DoorDash to deliver freshly made meals from my favorite restaurants, whether I'm at home or on the road. And more recently, I've relied on them to bring me items from my local pharmacy and convenience stores, as well as from my local grocery stores, and they've never let me down. DoorDash brings you what you ordered or they will make it right. And you can save on all your deliveries with a monthly Dash Pass membership that more than pays for itself after just a couple of deliveries. There's never been a better time than now to join DoorDash. As right now, for a limited time, you can get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to $10 when you spend $15 or more. Just download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code LOCKED23 at checkout to get your introductory discount. Offer subject to change, terms apply. Hey, Giant fans, as the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and much more. So visit fanduel.com slash locked on and score big this NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, everybody, welcome back to Locked On Giants Live. You got Train and Tana and Dog. And you know, guys, it's interesting. The DoorDash commercial. And I'm thinking to myself, gosh, we haven't talked about food yet. It seems like <laughs> we always talk about food on this podcast. And and, uh, you know, I don't know what you guys are planning to do for New Year's Eve. I know I've got a – obviously, I've got the Giants game on Sunday. But tomorrow, I'm having my New Year's Eve celebration. Going to go to a nice little grill uh, up in uh, northwestern New Jersey to celebrate a little bit early.
2: I uh, wish maybe. I could show you guys the prime rib roast that we had for Christmas.
0: Ten oh, pounders. you had that too? That's exactly what we
1: had.
2: Yeah, 10 pounds. It was fantastic.
1: I think ours was 30 30- pounds. <laughs> that was from crystal my sister-in-law Christmas, my sister-in-law went Christmas. to get the she went to get the meat and she goes it's very strange she said I've never seen this she goes I was walking around that meat in my cart and she goes all these guys kept looking at me I'm like yeah and they were definitely looking at the meat because it's what we do we she goes no I, I. she's like I know she goes you' just never seen a woman with literally it was 30 because we have a bit my wife's got a big family so yeah that's good too that was good. But New Year's Eve for me, it's, um, you know, there's no celebration. I got the Giants, got the Lakers, and then I'll go upstairs and I'll watch Twilight Zone and I fall asleep. I'm almost 50. I don't care about the New Year.
0: <laughs> yeah, think. that definitely. But uh, just had to throw that in there. And by the way, DoorDash is actually a, 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 a one of the many services I use. And I recommend it if you guys don't already use it. But anyway, my wife
1: I, uses it all the time.
0: I, I live on DoorDash. My husband loves the convenience, but. Anyway, let's get back to Giant Football. Uh, let's see, um, you guys got a got some questions. Let me see if what we have here. <clears throat> um, I saw a question earlier. Somebody asked, and I apologize. Um, I don't, I didn't mark it, but somebody asked if there would be a concern if Brian Dable took over the play calling and how would that affect game management, something that he hasn't really been good at this year. And I, I wouldn't be too concerned about that because that could be just reassigning whoever's doing like, you know, recommending to call for a challenge and other stuff that might just be a shifting around of the duties. I mean, what do you guys think of that?
1: I, uh, Chris has mentioned it before, it's a, it's a big reason why I think Wink should come back. Uh, Wink is an experienced defense coordinator. If Dable is going to call the plays, especially if you're going to get a rookie quarterback, again, you, you're going to be tied to him. You want him to succeed. And Chris mentioned, I don't think he mentioned on this show, but when we were doing our show, you know what, it, when it's your job in the line, you don't really want to pass the buck and, and have somebody else be responsible for your job. If you keep a, you get an offensive coordinator and that rookie quarterback starts to suck and they're going to look at you, I'd rather just say, you know what, if if he stinks, I'm going down with the shit, I want it to be – my fault that he failed i don't want to put my trust in somebody else and he does it differently than i would do it because then you're going to have dissension between the coaches if you're like i don't like the way you're calling the plays and you're going to have that wink martindale's experience he wouldn't have to worry about the defense barely at all yeah but
2: and i see it the same way for shane and why i think they're going to take a quarterback he's going to want his guy he's going to want to put the onus on him and i i think dable and shane this year say this is it. This is our guy. We're putting our jobs on the line today, and nope. we're going to sink and swim with this decision, but at yeah, least we,
1: put- at least we're going to know that we took the swing. You nailed it. You you don't want to put your job. You don't want to have Gettleman be responsible yep. for your job. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That, that's what I think will happen. That's what I thought would happen happened last year if the team was bad, mm-hmm. but they weren't. They were good.
0: Yep, yep. Absolutely. Now, let me see. I think James Vegas, and I lost the Lost the spot here, but James Vegas, I'm pretty sure, was the one who asked us who the top three quarterback prospects are. So I, I guess Drake May, Caleb Williams, and I guess the question was um, who would be the best fit for the Giants?
2: Well, most Drake people May. are going to say Jaden Daniels. He's soaring up people's mocks, and I mean, I guess that's what I would say. I think that's what most people expect. After that, it becomes a matter of opinion. I like McCarthy. I haven't shied away from that. I would not put him on the level of a May. I think, and of course Caleb. I, I still think Caleb's the best in this class. Um, McCarthy's either my third or fourth favorite. I like McCarthy, but he's to me May and Caleb are on a, in another class of their own. Yeah,
1: I like Michael Penix. I haven't shied away from that at all either. I, no. I, but I he's like a my lefty, isn't he? He's a lefty, which, but I still like him. I, I still think. He, got, I think he's got he's a good the, arm.
2: He's got a very good arm.
1: I think yeah. he's the third best quarterback in the draft. Yeah, obviously a lefty. Switches stuff up, and you you have a bad right tackle so far, so that obviously would be a big concern, but it's not like leffees can't succeed in the league. But I like Penix great arm, his leadership is huge. You know, people are like, oh, he's old. I mean, he's 23. Like, I wish I was 23. I, I know when 23 got old. <laughs> Michael Penix is not old. I if he was with the Giants for 15 years, you're not gonna go, Oh god, well, we would have got him. He was 21, we'd have him for 17 years. I mean, <laughs> You're going to be happy, so sometimes that experience helps. Joe Burrow was 24 when he was drafted, so I'm not so concerned about the age. People talk about his injury history and somehow there's this rumor that he tore both ACLs, which is completely false. He tore the same ACL twice because the Mm -hmm. first time wasn't healed and that was five years ago. Um, But yeah, he's not... You watch him throw the ball, it's amazing, but Jaden Daniels is that wow uh, talent, so Again, like Chris said, it's a matter of preference. I do think that K- that uh, Caleb Williams is the best, though. I I love Caleb. Yep. And I'll stand by that. I think he's got the highest ceiling. Yeah. Um. Mentally, there's questions there. And listen, man, Joe Shane's got his favorite too. We all have our favorites. Shane's got his. Shane's is the one that matters. We'll see what he does.
2: Yeah, I-, yep. I think I think Caleb and May's ceiling is about equal. I just think both their ceilings are the stratosphere. But I think Caleb's the safer of the two. I, I think – I think so I'd have Caleb one, but I think both their ceilings are like yeah. – like I could see them – I mean, obviously, you never know with a draft. Like a lot of it depends on where you get drafted, the work ethic, health, staying healthy. But like to me, like they could be on the level, if all pans out, of the upper. And I don't mean – Top 10, I mean the upper echelon Dude. quarterbacks, right. The the Allen, then, the Mahomes, like they could be that level, they have that potential.
1: And that's what the top 30 visits are for. You they, yeah. Yeah. get to know the guy to see if they can handle, they ask these tough questions, see what their personality is like, and that also goes into not just the combine, but they have these visits for a reason. And when yeah, they yeah. have all these interview processes and they go through all the film and they look at all this stuff, that's how they come to their decision. Your, yeah. obviously your physical, your physical talent may jump off the page where they go, Well, I don't really like his answer to this, and I question this about him. And you know, instead of you know yeah, Caleb Williams being there, we're gonna we're gonna take Drake May or vice versa, or whatever it is. So yeah.
0: all right, here's a good one. Um, you know, we talk about quarterbacks, veteran quarterback options, and amazing mm. guy wants to know, would we sign would you sign Tannehill to back up DJ? And I'll, I'll take this question a step further. Which veteran quarterback do you think maybe would be a good fit for the giants?
2: I think that's a good one. Like if the giants didn't draft a quarterback early in this year's draft and they said, let's take one in the fourth round, fifth round developmental. I think Tannehill a good fit. Naturally. I think he plays a similar style to Daniel Jones. It's why they frequently compare Daniel Jones to him. Um, That's not a bad option for a a stopgap backup. Uh, I don't think Giants fans would be happy with that. But if they didn't draft a quarterback early in this year's draft and they wanted to go that route, which I don't think is the right decision, Uh, I would rather spend our cap money elsewhere and draft our future quarterback. But if they elect to go with Jones this year and um, they want a solid veteran presence, a guy that could push Jones and potentially start early on in the year, yeah, I think Tannehill's a good fit.
0: I wouldn't have yeah. a problem with Tannehill. Yeah. I mean, I don't think they're gonna bring back um Tyrod Taylor. I don't you know, either. I mean t- no. Taylor, I think, is gonna look to move on, and that's why these next two weeks are so important for him, you know, to really show it. But uh Tannehill, I mean, as as a stopgap, I can live with that.
2: Yeah, I, I think he's a good fit for a natural backup for a guy like Daniel Jones.
0: Yeah, okay, let's see what else we got. Somebody also mentioned uh Flacco, but Flacco is more of a statue, right? I'm not mistaken. It's
2: crazy to me what Joe Flacco is doing. I was I was watching that game on Thursday night, and I'm like, because the Jets and Browns are, like, identical. Like, both of them have great defenses. And I'm sitting there, I'm saying to myself, if the Jets, if the Jets would have <laughs> signed Flacco as soon as Rodgers, yeah, right? this might have been the Jets. The Jets might have been eleven and five right now. I can't I got it. Do the, Jets. Do the Jets.
1: You're yeah, the Jets. You're the Jets.
2: But Flacco's Jets. Flacco's playing out of his mind. He's playing yeah. great for the Browns.
0: Flacco's probably going to be AFC Offensive Player of the Week with that performance. He, he might be Comeback be.
2: Player of the Year the way he's played. He threw the dude threw like he threw like fifteen hundred yards the last like four weeks. He's been playing out of his mind. Listen, Joe
1: people. Flacco has as many passing touchdowns this year as the Giants do. That's all you need to know. <laughs> the fact. They we both have 13 passing touchdowns. Giants have 13 passing touchdowns all year, between all three of their quarterbacks. Flacco's got 13 in five weeks.
0: Yeah, mm. there you go. it's been a while. Muted growl has this statement Go back and watch the Vikings playoff game and tell me DJ doesn't have the talent. I think he Shall we debate this one. I think he has talent. Yeah, but I his, think he, I don't think he, he has insisted.
2: elite talent, but I think he has top 10 talent. Top 10 talent doesn't always work out. Jake Plummer, a top 10 talent.
1: Uh, Josh Rosen, a top 10 talent.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I do think Daniel Jones has talent. Uh, he's, I would call him like a poor man's Josh Allen. He's not on that level, but he's, he has talent. He has ability, but I don't think it's going to work out here. I hope it does. Like if they keep him, I hope he becomes the next incredible quarterback, but I'm at a point now where I'm like, I think it's time to move on. The other
1: thing is, Chris, for every game, somebody says, go back and watch a Viking game. I can tell you, go back and watch these five games. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What, what changed in the Vikings game? Was, was the line... A, different...
0: a lousy defense? Well, right. A,
1: yeah. I mean, I can go back and name a number of games where he didn't play well. And what's the difference? So you're going to pick out one game in five years? And then yeah. I'm going to show you a film on this. So go back to, you know... Twenty twenty one, when they played Tampa, and he threw the the pick to the lineman. When he just threw it right to the lineman. Oh Did well, that know? was because that was because this guy ran the wrong route. So of course, there's going to be an excuse. <laughs>
0: yeah. I think it was Bobby Skinner. It might have been Bobby Skinner or Doug Rush. Somebody put put a post up and said, "What was the turning point for you when you turned off of Daniel Jones?"
1: Yeah, it wasn't him. It was Spartan Mike because I responded oh, okay. to it, and that was it. I said, "Listen, I I wanted to believe after last year that he could do it." <laughs> but that game against Tampa, that was really when I just was like, I can't, I'm like, I can't support him anymore. And then I was on his case for years. And then last year I'm like, maybe just maybe he needed Brian Dable. Maybe that was the guy that got the best out of him. And then this year it was just again, it's hurt. I, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say. He's hurt. Yeah.
2: And and I see Pete say, come on, Tana, top 10 talent. Yeah. What that, that's not, that's not saying I think he's a top 10 quarterback. That's saying, I see he has tools if everything came together to have to be a top 10 quarterback. Do I think everything's going to come together? Of course not. No, I don't think he's going to be a top 10 quarterback. But I see the tools. Like, I could see why he was drafted in the first round. I see the tools. I see tools with several quarterbacks, though, and several quarterbacks don't work out.
1: Right. Yeah. Josh Rosen didn't work out. Sam Darnold didn't work out. Mitch Trubisky didn't work out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean,
0: sometimes Jake Locker didn't work out. Jake Locker. Sometimes you just have to cut your losses. And, you know, six years you've had with this guy. Yeah. You know, how many, how much, look, I wanted Daniel to work out. I was, I was actually, you know, I'm like, please let him work out because I was getting tired of all the people coming at me and saying, oh, Daniel is trash, blah, blah, blah. Let's be honest, guys the guy's processing speed is a problem it's slow. you know he took a step back his internal clock is all messed up and I get it yes the offensive line was garbage but yeah you, ha- you can't expect everything to be perfect in front of you at some right? point you have to say okay you know what my offensive line maybe isn't the greatest so maybe you know you do like a young Aaron Rodgers you run around and you buy time in the pocket and you make these these great throws. I don't know. There's, there's I just know that you can't expect everything to be perfect. And that's the impression I kind of got with Daniel Jones.
2: He's not a franchise quarterback. That's all you need to know. And that's it. And if you have an opportunity to take a guy this year that you feel could be a franchise quarterback, you do it. That's as simple was, as there is. That's it. He's not a franchise quarterback. For me, we the people that I
0: he's beating the drum here. I think in favor of Daniel Jones, I, I, I get what you're saying. Amazing guy, but I'm sorry. I, He's
2: I, not a franchise I, quarterback.
0: At some point you got to You got to say, all right, you know what? He got the opportunity, you know, he, yes, the situation wasn't perfect, but you know, at, at some point you just got to say, all right, when's it on him as opposed to his environment? Stop making excuses for the guy. Well, I, I, see I, see, I see it.
2: <laughs> and I love Fabian. Uh, big defender of Jones, much like amazing guy. He says, Eli spent 10 years of 16 in misery. Eli Manning won a Super Bowl in his fourth year in the NFL. Right.
0: An amazing guy is saying even Mahomes <laughs> is struggling. I'm so Mahomes has gonna... 26
1: touchdowns in eight and or, or 14 and a Yeah, you're
0: going to compare Mahomes to Daniel Jones? Come it's on. Not,
1: the, the quarterback play across the board this year is down because teams are going to two high safeties and they're making everybody beat him at 12 play drives as opposed to three or four play drives. But Pat Mahomes, why, why, I've seen this before, too. i also seen this stat, oh, Daniel Jones' year last year is the same as Lamar Jackson's this year. Number one, no, it isn't. And number two, just watch the guys play. There is no way feasible. I don't care what the hell the numbers are. You can sit there and watch Lamar Jackson play, and Daniel Jones go, ah, they're on the same level. Those guys are <laughs> the same. Stop! Stop it. I wonder if these people, if you mess up, how many times you make excuses for yourself? Sometimes you just have to go, you know what? I screwed up. It's my fault. They ain't, oh, I screwed up. Well, that happened over there. Well, this happened over here. Well, this wasn't right. Well, I had this and I had the wrong lunch today and I put the wrong directional on and well, I woke up five minutes late and I didn't shave and what the hell? We're talking about year six. And we're still making excuses. It's got to stop. It's got to change. Whether it's Daniel Jones or the line or the coach, whatever the hell it is, it's been five years of misery. And you have to change something. And it needs to be a major change. If you go to work every day and you hate your job, but you keep doing it and doing it and doing it and you're miserable, and then another job presents itself. And it's a better opportunity. Are you going to sit there and go, well, you know, I'd rather just sit here and be miserable and make excuses as to why I didn't take the other job? Come on, man. What are we doing here? It's time for a change. And Joe Shane isn't going to sit there and go, I'm going to allow Dave Gettleman's draft pick to decide my future. Think of that. Amazing
0: guy still beating the drum for Daniel. Still beating it.
1: Well, he'll be
2: beating it somewhere else next year. Not really. I'm
0: sorry, amazing guy. I mean <laughs> he, he, Or in
2: 2 years, he'll be a Giant next year. 2 years he'll be beating it somewhere. Else. I
0: admire I admire your your admiration for Daniel Jones and your defense of him, but again, you know, that was last year. It's a what have you done for me lately? And yeah, he had one good year. Well, you could say the Giants had one good year, you know, in the last 10 or two good years in the last 10. The fact of the matter is, is the Giants have still been a bad franchise over the last decade or so. So, Flacco beats Lamar.
1: Flacco does not not play against Lamar. The quarterbacks do not play against one another.
0: Yes. The the Flacco, Flacco
1: and Lamar have nothing to do with this conversation at all. Flacco has nothing to do with this conversation. Joe Flacco, you want to use Flacco? Fine. Daniel Jones threw 15 touchdowns last season. And he got $160 million. Joe Flacco has thrown 13 touchdowns in five games. And he was sitting around doing nothing. So now, do we want to compare Joe Flacco to Daniel Jones? This is the next thing we're going to do. Like, what does what Lamar have to do with Lamar and Daniel Jones? What does it have to do with watching the guys play? Just watch them play. Just watch. There's no way you can sit there and go, yeah. Daniel Jones, man, it's hard to differentiate him and Lamar Jackson. They're they're two, you know. Just ignore Lamar Jackson's MVP season a few years ago. Just ignore the fact Lamar Jackson uh, threw thirty six touchdowns because somebody said, well, you know, both Daniel Jones and Lamar Jackson only threw for over three thousand yards twice. Well, Lamar Jackson also ran for over a thousand yards twice, won an MVP, and has pretty much made the playoffs every year he's been in the league. So he's
2: about, he's about to win his second MVP.
0: And, right. and the amazing guy is saying, "Well, Flacco has uh, has Amari Cooper. Did he have him last night, or was he inactive?
2: Yeah, he, he didn't play. Cooper didn't guy. play last night. He didn't play last night.
0: I mean, come on, come on, amazing guy. I mean, that's but, what I'm uh, saying. I
1: mean, it's it's like you 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 guys, your your shoulders and hands and arms got to be tired from moving the goalposts. They got to be. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the gym.
1: Pick it up. Put it down. Pick it up. Put it down." Crazy, it's crazy! It's time to move. On. It's time to move on. It's time to move
0: on. Yeah, I, I mean, look, maybe we're wrong. Maybe Joe Shane feels differently. Brian Dable's already come out and said that Daniel's going to be the starter next year, which I believe he had to do because you, you know, you don't le- want Daniel sitting there and, you know, oh my God, is my job in jeopardy? You want him to focus and get his. And get but you also can't, you can't give away. Maybe your that's breath. a psychological move. I don't know.
2: And you can't give away draft secrets. You can't be like, oh, yeah. We're, exactly. You can't be not. like gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. So, oh, and, no. I, and by the way, technically speaking, he's right. Daniel Jones will start next year to start the regardless. year. Regardless of what we do. So, right. I don't, I, he didn't lie, but he's not going to be like, oh, yeah, well, no, we're, we're, we're probably, dra- we're, we're going to do everything we can to trade up the two to get Drake. May." He's not going to tell you that. It's not going to happen.
0: No, of course not. Now, yeah. So, you know, he had to say it. He couldn't He couldn't go in and say, well, we don't know who the quarterback is going to be.
1: Yeah. Other people. what you're going to do. But people yeah. sit there and say to you, oh, you just hate Daniel Jones. It's the farthest thing from the truth. I'm just you being objective, and I'm just telling you this is what I see. I'm not making excuses. Listen, I'm a Jet Xer. I don't make excuses. Right? Players, players make plays. They don't make excuses. I'm not making excuses. I screw up. I have a bad take. I own it. I don't sit there and go. Well, you know, <laughs> this is the reason I came out. That to no, know it's my opinion. I'm wrong. Okay, I'm wrong. I'll be wrong again. And I guess what I'm right too. Who cares? Who cares. Everybody's right. Everybody's wrong at some point. But right. It's like this day and age. For some reason, people just they'd rather they'd rather just be right instead of being better. Like you have to think deep down inside. As people know. There's a reason this is not working here. There's a reason the Giants are really bad. It's not 100% Daniel Jones's fault. And nobody that's saying replace quarterback saying it's all because of Daniel Jones. And all we need is Drake May. And, and we'll be 17 and 0. And we don't need anything else because everything's in place. It's just the quarterback. Nobody's saying that. But if you're going to make a change, that is the absolute most important position. On a football team, which is why quarterbacks always go as early as they do, and when they fall like they did in, what was it, 2021, Chris, right? The bad, it was 2021.
2: 2022,
1: right? 2022. 2022. When they fall the way they did, then that's how you know it's not a good draft. <laughs> this, yeah. That's how you know it is not. This year, there's too many quarterbacks. There's too much talent there. You cannot sit there and put that off. If you want a quarterback in the future and go, well, we'll just wait till next year, you can't do it. And in response to to,
0: in response to Amazing Guy's latest posts, no, I don't think the fans will be calling for to fire Dable and Shane. You know, if you bring in a rookie quarterback, you gotta give the the kid time to develop. Some will more years you're gonna get Daniel Jones to develop.
1: Right.
2: Yeah. He listen, they brought Dable in here to be a quarterback guy. The way I look at it is let him get his quarterback now. That's it. Like if you're being real, when we first hired Dable and Shane, you were like, "Okay, Daniel Jones is going to be replaced after this year." And he wasn't because he played well and the team exceeded expectations.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Nothing's changed. He did, did he did not he got hurt, not his fault, but he was not playing well before he got hurt. The team bombed. They're in a position out to draft that quarterback. Let them draft the quarterback. That's my mind. It's nothing
0: personal against Daniel Jones. I see people saying, oh, you're a hater. You don't like Daniel Jones. Oh, Daniel Jones won't talk to you. No, it has nothing to do with that. I've spoken with Daniel. I get along with Daniel. I have nothing but respect for him. I'm talking from a football perspective here. It's been six years, guys. How many more years do you need to to, to continue making excuses for him?
1: Exactly, a uh, patty. I, I don't know what else you need to see, because standard. like I said, you you don't know what. The, like I said, we could draft him, and he could suck. And if the quarterback, but that that's the whole thing. Amazing guy. If that quarterback does suck, that is Joe Shane's job. That's his job. But if you're going to go down, you have to go down with your guy, not the previous GM who got fired because that quarterback didn't play well and the team didn't play well. That's a big reason, gentlemen, was gone.
2: And if he sticks right? with, jo- and if he sticks with Jones this year, he's he's going down with Jones. That's, right. that is, That's If you the, the opportunity this year, if you're I'm going down champ, with Jones. I
0: would want to go down with with the best possible guy. And can you sit there right now and say that Jones is the best option out of everything out there? I'm not I mean, so sure you can.
2: Not not with this draft class. If they have an opportunity to get one of these guys, no.
1: You just as a GM, you just you you can't sit there and go, I'm gonna go down with you. I didn't draft Jones, but I'm gonna go down with you. If Jones fails, I'm gonna go down with him. No, you're not gonna do that. You're not putting your future in somebody else's
0: hands. And to the point about, oh well, you you know, you've got to play Jones anyway next year. They didn't have they didn't play Eli Manning and he was making what 19 million? He was one of the he was probably the most expensive backup quarterback in 2019 when they decided to to flip the switch to Jones. So yeah, you do have to carry Jones on the roster, but that doesn't mean you have to play him.
2: And listen, if they if they elect to roll with Jones, I hope it works out. And that doesn't Absolutely. mean that Jones is gonna be and that doesn't and that doesn't mean they're sticking with Jones forever. If they say we're gonna take our lineman here or take our wide receiver, we're gonna keep building. What else? What other choice do you have? You're like, okay. Let's hope the team gets better. No, next no, that's year. what I said on Twitter.
1: I, if, Daniel Jones, if Daniel Jones is a quarterback next year, we don't take a rookie, and he's our. Cor- I'm rooting for him. It's that's not like going to be? Oh, I wanted, a, I wanted a rookie quarterback. So now I'm going to root for Jones to suck. No, I will root his heart. I don't care who the hell the quarterback is. It could be the man in yeah. the moon for all I, I care. I, I we're in giant blue. i will for him.
2: I just fear as a fan. This is just my fear. If we stick with Jones this year, we're gonna get. We're gonna be in quarterback hell. That's what that's that's what I worry about. Where we'll be a team that is good enough, but but never good enough to win a championship. Good enough to keep ourselves out of the top ten as Shane continues to improve this roster. Th- this is the opportunity to take the quarterback, and I, as a fan, I think they need to. If the opportunity presents itself, if we can't trade up, we can't trade up. We can't force a trade, but if if the trade's there. I want them to take the quarterback.
0: Here's the bottom line, guys. And, and, you know, amazing guys said, oh, we all just want to win. Yes, we all want to see this team do well. I've said it millions of times. My job is easier when this team wins. When they lose, I struggle with my job because now I've got to, you know, what am I going to write about? What am I going to talk about? You know, and the mood of the fan base, the mood of, you know, the, the media, it, it, it takes a downward turn. The bottom line is that Joe Shane and Brian Dable – have got to look at the look in the mirror and be honest with themselves and say, okay, can we win with Daniel Jones? No. Let's go out then and get the guy that we feel we can win with, that we feel we can develop to run the offense the way we envision it. If they're going to just say, oh, well, you know, we invested, we got money invested in Daniel Jones, so we'll roll with him. They're not really being honest with themselves. Money should not be the deciding factor here, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, and, and Fabian, nobody here is saying – that we're one piece away. Uh, we, like Bad Dog just said, we all realize if, if we get Drake may, Drake may is going to probably suck early on in his career uh, because he's not going to have the support. Uh, just like Daniel Jones did not have this support. Uh, we realized that we realize that this is a multi-year fix, but we also realize we, you don't know if you're going to get an opportunity to draft a quarterback as talented as a guy like Drake may um, in a year, in a two years, in three years. And, we know that Daniel Jones, at least I, everybody's entitled to their opinion. I don't think Daniel Jones will ever be an elite quarterback. Could he end up being a good one? Yeah. I don't think he'll ever be an elite quarterback. If I got an opportunity to draft the guy that I think could be an elite quarterback, I'm doing it. And I'm filling out the rest of my team over the next two or three years. That's, well, what, that's me, what I'm let doing. Me
1: ask, yeah. Let me ask you guys me... in the chat that are all about Daniel Jones. Does it not concern you at all, his injury history? Does it like I said, he could be coming out and playing balls out. Yeah, he, he could be killing it. He could be, he could be lights out next year, right? He balls out. He he has, he has a great first four games, and then he has a neck problem again. He gets hit. Even if the line gets better, they're never going to keep him upright 100% of the time. One hit, he goes down. He's out for the year again, or he tears his ACL again. So, I mean, I don't, I'm not wishing that upon him, but the fact of the matter is, two neck injuries. Neck injury serious. That's not a pull, that's not a soft tissue injury. That's serious. Torn ACL. They're major injuries. Does that not concern you guys at all? These are the same people, Chris and Patty, that tell me I don't want Penix because he has an injury history, but we gotta ride with Daniel Jones. Wow, no, this is what makes my mind blow and I'm already a little crazy. And then I read this stuff, I'm like, I don't understand. How can you how can you sit here and advocate for Daniel Jones and him being the future, but you're worried about Penix's injury history? I don't
0: get it. I don't Fabian get it. says said Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl with a broken neck. Did Peyton Manning have an injury history though? Or was that just a one-off? It was a one-off. Yeah, okay. Right. Daniel Jones has had... I think his neck was
1: broken when he, won, when he won the Super Bowl. Now, Kurt Angle won the gold medal with a broken freaking neck, and I'll tell you that. I was a big wrestling fan back in the day. Yeah. And, uh, so, sure, I mean, hey, oh, 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 real quick, let me interrupt you. Um, when he had the neck surgery, uh, what happened to him? Did Indianapolis go, hold oh, on to the neck injury guy? And he's one of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of football. And by the okay. way, the year
2: after they let him go, he set the record for most touchdowns in a season. But... Indianapolis realized we're picking at the top of the draft. We have an opportunity to draft an elite quarterback that could be the guy for the next 15 years if we fixed the line, which they didn't, which is why he had an eight-year career. But they went out there and said, get me Andrew Luck.
1: And how good was Andrew Luck?
2: He was one of the top five quarterbacks in the sport right. for those eight years.
1: All right. So you go. But that and that's the point. They, they got rid of Peyton Manning. Like They want to use the Peyton Manning thing. They got rid of him.
0: He's one of the yeah. greatest
1: ever, Daniel Jones ain't Peyton Manning. He may have ties to Peyton Manning, but he ain't him.
0: <laughs> An amazing guy, amazing guy saying the neck injury for DJ wasn't severe as the one in 2021. How do you know that? You know, what are you going based on the, the number of games he missed? A neck injury is nothing to screw around with, whether it's severe, whether it's if you've got a neck injury and you're being held out of contact, that to me is, is significant. I don't care. You know, if if it's season ending or whatnot, if you're being held out of contact because you've got a pinched nerve, and he and I know I've had neck injuries, I had I I still deal with one where I get numb this down my shoulder. They are not fun, and they you you just can't mess around with them.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's a stick. That's a it ended David Wilson's career very early. Yeah, neck injuries are nothing. It's nothing to mess around with. It just isn't. Peyton Manning had one. Daniel Jones already had two. And then he tore his ACL on top of it. So, yeah. again, add, add the slow processing speed, add the battle line, and then add your quarterback who, one of his best weapons, is legs, is now coming off an ACL tear. Yeah. That, you know, like I said, it's a, why, I, again, we, we're deflecting here. We're deflecting. Well, Peyton Manning did this. My question wasn't what Peyton Manning did. You could have just answered, no, Daniel Jones' injury doesn't concern me. You could have just said that. But instead we say Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl after his neck. And, Does and, and Daniel I, Jones' injury history concern you? Because it certainly would concern me, and I'm sure it concerns the front office.
2: And yeah. I and I see and I see Anthony say you just answered that you proved the point. Luck had to retire early, yeah, because they didn't fix the line. They had eight years to do it. The fact of the matter is, if they don't fix the line for Daniel Jones, he's going to fail too. Like no matter what they do with the quarterback, whether it's roll with Jones or trade up or draft the quarterback in this year's draft, if over the next eight years. They don't fix the offensive line. Yeah, he's going to fail. That's up to Joe Shane to build the roster properly. Correct. But you, you got to. It, it's the most important position. Yeah, you, you have an opportunity to reset it and draft the guy with high upside. You do it.
0: Yeah. And, and they will fix the offense. I mean, look, again. Well, don't you, say you, that. Well, no, listen. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Thomas is, is, is going to be it is we can agree he's a stud. We think John Michael Schmitz is going to be okay. I be good. Jury's still out on Evan Neal. Obviously, you know, get get a couple. Of, if you can get three solid guys, you can get by with two mediocre guys. I think on that offensive line, if
2: they pan out. Yeah, I agree. If they,
0: well, I mean, Andrew Thomas. Andrew has Thomas panned, has out. panned
2: out. He has panned out.
0: John Michael Schmitz, are you? You know, do you think he's been a bust? Mm,
2: it's too, I'm too I don't early know. to tell. Here's, Boy, what so here's what I'll say you're about John Michael. Here's what I'll say about John Michael. He's been
1: up and down and he's been hurt.
2: Yeah, I think he's why, gonna be good. This is why I'm not gonna okay. over overreact with JMS and, and I'm
0: get, I, and get better coaching in there. Yeah, that's yeah. the other here, problem. Here's, what that I'll say, what Patty, about.
2: here's why I'll say Patty, and why I'm far from being saying JMS is a given. I felt better about Will Hernandez after his rookie year than I feel about JMS after his. So for me, I'm still he could be really good, but I gotta see a lot more. I, so Andrew Fair Thomas, enough. I'm with you. I'm sold on Andrew Thomas. I'm sold on Andrew Thomas.
0: Okay, so you you know you you figure John Michael Schmitz takes the next step, and again, I do believe you're going to address the coaching situation. You find another solid offensive lineman. You hope, and I know this is a long shot, but you hope that the light goes on for Evan Neal. You can no. you could probably get by with like, like I said, is I think the scouting academy is where I keep – that's why I keep saying if you have three solid offensive linemen, that's something we learned in the scouting academy. Yeah, You've three guys, and then two – if you plug in two mediocre guys, that's going to give you a solid line. You go back and look at the 2007 offensive line that the Giants had, 2007, 8, 9. Can you honestly say that all those guys were studs?
2: Well, they Steve were when
1: they the were the unit, As a unit, as a the unit they were. Right. Yeah. Snee,
0: I'm talking individually, though. Snee was a stud. Yeah. OK. You can make a case for O'Hara. O'Hara, I guess. O'Hara
2: yeah. McKenzie was, was good. McKenzie was, was good. Yeah. There
0: were you. Th- there were three right there. Then you had David Deal and Richie Seibert. Yeah. Can You know, so, so can you say they had five studs on that line?
2: As a unit, they were studs, but yeah, no, individually, As a they did home, not have, yes. yeah, they did not have five studs individually. Okay, yes. so that's yeah.
0: what the Giants got to try and get towards. It I comes think. down
2: to Evan Neal, in my opinion. That's absolutely the, the pivot yeah. point. Absolutely, that's the key.
1: Absolutely. Fabian says, Look at Washington going the rookie quarterback. You do realize Sam Howell was a fifth round pick, right? A fifth rounder, so. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take my chances with a top five quarterback over a fifth round quarterback, and Washington is not good, Uh and they have not been good at all, yeah, at all. They've been terrible for thirty years. They're they're worse they're worse off than we are. Not only have they been bad for thirty years, I think they've won ten games three times in thirty years. Right on top of that, they can't beat the Giants to save their life. Whether it's Jones, whether it's Devito, whether it's Taylor. Whether it's yeah. Patty Trainer, Christiana Tana, bad dog, they couldn't beat us. We own Washington. And and but let's not compare Sam Howell, who is in his first year as a quarterback with a team right. that is falling apart at the seams and going through a transition phase to hey, we got to go out and get a dynamic playmaker. You can't tell me, looking at Sam Howell. And I know none of these guys are taking a snap in the NFL, but if I'm looking at Caleb Williams or Drake May and looking at Sam Howell, uh, talent gap is pretty obvious there. Yeah. They're not even close. And some, right. somebody,
0: by the way, said all five of those offensive linemen that I, I referenced were, were pro bowlers. McKenzie never made a pro bowl. I just looked it up.
2: Yeah. Deal did. He deal did.
0: Deal did. Yeah. O'Hara did. Um, McKenzie did not. Did Cybert, I'm trying to think. Did which Cybert make one? I'm trying to remember if he did. Let me look that up. I'm thinking he didn't, but I could be wrong. But I got to be honest Pro Bowl is not, it's a popularity contest.
1: Evan yeah. Ingram yeah. made a pro. Cyber, Bowl.
0: Cyber didn't make one either.
1: Yeah. Evan so, Ingram made a pro Bowl with one touchdown. Robert Tanyan had 11 touchdowns. You you figure it out. It's a right. All pro. If you're a first team all pro or second team that, all pro, that's legit. When you yeah. hit that, you're that's legit. Yeah. That's legit.
0: I mean, look, look at what they're doing now with Pro Bowl voting. Oh, I was going to say, especially on, now on Christmas Day, and it counts for two votes. What's up with that?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Especially <laughs> nowadays, I don't even know what the Pro Bowl is anymore. It's, it's a joke. Now.
0: It is all pro, absolutely. Last absolutely.
2: year, the t- Huntley made the Pro Bowl. Last year, he threw two touchdowns all year for the Ravens. He made the Pro Bowl. Right.
0: I mean, in 2000, I think it was 2010. Sean O'Hara made the Pro Bowl, and he was injured and missed half the season. Yeah. I mean, yeah. guys. No, that, that was a
2: reputation team. vote.
1: That was a reputation. Yeah, vote. it really is. So, yeah. You
0: know, happens in baseball too. Guys make
1: the all-star pro. team. It's it's popularity. Yeah.
0: Yep. It absolutely is. You want to go with all-pro? That's where where it's at. Not pro.
1: All-pro yeah. is all all-pro is you. You're really really good. First yeah. or second? Yes. Team. First team all-pro, you're the best. But second yep. team all-pro is very. Yeah, way, it way weighs way more than a, than a Pro Bowl appearance.
2: <laughs> and Sean and Sean says Taylor were you sold in Andrew Thomas after his rookie year? Actually, close. Yeah, I remember making a video on it that I thought he was going to be really good this, his second year, but I still needed to see more proof. And by no means am I saying that I think JMS is going to be bad. I'm just saying I am in a wait and see approach. I I don't know what he's going to be. Um, with Andrew Thomas, I thought that you saw over the course of that year he was getting progressively better in his rookie year. Oh, sure.
1: Colombo was gone.
2: And, and you found out that he had the hurt foot and his talent was off the charts.
0: And the coaching, yeah.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, but I, I, I still think JMS is going to be good if I had to pick one way or the other, but I just, I'm just, I got to see more evidence before I'm like, I'm, I'm sold. He's definitely going to be the I'm center. Quite, right
0: I'm, I'm optimistic about JMS.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I think I, with better coaching and also he had injury issues. Yeah, and his yeah. shoulder and that damn push, push crap. Yeah. Oh, God. They got to get rid of that play. I hate that play so much.
1: Yeah.
0: Stupidest I, play I, in the I league. Mean,
2: Stupidest play in the league. And I, I hate when I hear the broadcasters give Jalen Hurts credit for that. Because it's like, they're like, oh, he could squat yeah. 600 pounds. Saquon Barkley could squat 600 pounds. So if the Giants had the Eagles' offensive line, we could do the same thing with Saquon Barkley. Taysom Hill could squat 600 pounds. The Saints could do that. But the Saints and the Giants don't have the Eagles' offensive line. It's right. not it's right, squat well, and right that's now. exactly
1: what happens. You see the beginning of that play; it's always it's a standstill, and then the Eagles' offensive line falls forward. They all and then your, they're
0: right. going low, and they're becoming like a like a um, uh, a plow. Yeah, that's right. the effect.
1: So and then and he's got he three guys pushing him from behind.
0: Yeah. So the low, the plow is what cuts out their legs. And oh, you know, I. I did Seattle come up with a, a way to stop the, that tush push? where they sent somebody at the pusher, and they they went lower? Didn't they stop them on, on a, at least one t- one uh, attempt?
2: Maybe once.
0: I I think they need to I do like call base's Vace. idea too. By the way, yeah,
1: they gotta jump over Vace. the top of them and hit them.
0: Yeah, <laughs> hit them. <laughs> I don't they gotta, to. they have to ban, they have to ban that. Rule get it it anyway, but.
2: They have to ban that rule. And I understand people say, oh, you should be able to do it. I mean, sometimes you have to make rule changes. They got rid of the shift in baseball. Like, sometimes you have to make rule changes. They got to get rid of that play. It doesn't belong. Hello, Banks.
0: It's it's he, he, yeah. he
1: took some fire on Twitter for saying that. And I laugh at Eagle fans. They're like, oh, you're, you're irrelevant, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, number one, the man's a. Hall of Fame nominee. He's a two-time All Pro. He's an All Pro. He's a two-time Super Bowl champion. Uh, Mm -hmm. That's not irrelevant. Number two, I love that Eagle fans get mad when your freaking head coach literally put your old head coach, Buddy Ryan, literally put bounties on players to hurt them, including Lawrence Taylor, who said, "Oh, Watch this! Going to have four sacks in that game." He never did that again. But Eagle fans don't know that. And I said, if you didn't just jump on the bandwagon in 2017, and knew your damn Eagles history, you know that your head coach. Literally gave players money to try to hurt other players. So let's not talk about oh, Carl Banks. Blah, blah, blah. No,
0: let's next not... time you do a video about Eagle fans, let me know because that's going to be Bust CTV. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're wor- uh, just they're, they're, they're the worst. They're the worst. They're the worst. Worse than Dallas. They're the worst. Well, the Eagle fans are worse than Dallas fans because <laughs> they're very passionate. And they're very bo- they're like New Yorkers, right? and I always say Eagle fans. Philadelphia and New York are very similar, and we're very loud, and, and we will defend our team, and we'll be really hard on our team, and we, we will defend our team. to the Cowboy fans, I feel like, are more casual. They're not really based in one section. They're all over the country, and I feel like a lot of them just kind of say, yeah, Dallas is the cool team to like because of the Cowboys, where Eagle fans just love the Eagles. I don't know how much. I don't know. Of course, there's Cowboy fans that love the Cowboys or diehards, but I would say a bigger percentage of Giants fans and Eagles fans are diehard as opposed to Dallas fans. So, Dallas fans can be annoying, but because I feel like Eagle fans mirror us, they're more annoying, which is why I understand people think Giants fans are annoying.
0: (laughs) I I, I get it. All right, we'll take a few more, and then we'll call it a night. Let's see. We got one from David L. Who do you think the Giants might bring in to coach up the O-line and the off- and offensive coordinator, play calling, et cetera? David, I, I want to see the coaching carousel, who gets fired, who becomes available. I do think if Kafka leaves, I, I'm pretty sure Shay Tierney is going to get promoted to offensive coordinator. And if that happens, Dable going to be the play caller. Yeah. But offensive line, if they do part with Bobby Johnson – I got to see who becomes available before I can give you an answer there.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, that's a good question. I I, I don't know much about like offensive zone. line coaches around the league. I I don't know. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you.
0: Yeah, but um, I do,
1: I do think that, like I said, Tyranny will probably take it over, but it's going to be he's just going to have the position. I think.
0: Yeah, like
2: Shula going to
1: call the plays. Yeah. Place.
2: yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right. Let's see. Uh, H5000 says, quit playing games with Neil and get the Penn State O-lineman.
2: I don't think they're doing it. I don't think so either. I I don't blame H5000 for feeling that way. He's supposed to be an elite tackle. You know how much I love tackles. Um, But this year, I'm going to want a quarterback. I'm not going to hide that. But I wouldn't be trying if we took an elite tackle prospect. But Joe Shane has basically said they're not doing that. Like he literally came out and he strongly said that Evan Neal is going to be the tackle and they need to get things right. So that tells me we're not taking a lineman. in the Yeah. First,
0: Unless right? he did that to, 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 you know, the throw people off the scent. I don't think so. I, I,
2: I, think I felt he there, was buddy. very sincere with that. I, 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 I think Neil's going to be the tackle next year.
0: Yeah. I don't think yeah. so
1: either because I don't think you're trying to throw somebody off of a tackle quarterback, yeah. different story. Where you might be saying, "Yeah, we're not, we're we're rolling with Daniel Jones, and we're you know, even if they are not, like you said, you have to." But that could be smokescreen. But I don't think they'd say we're rolling with Evan Neal with the intention of let's just throw everybody off and we're going to take a right tackle fifth overall. I I just can't see as as big of a as big as that offensive line is and as necessary as it is. And as Giants fans, we know it's a necessity without question. It has got to get better. Quarterback is the most important position and you have got to find a quarterback that can rise above adversity and not the best situations you cannot just sit there and have a quarterback that well we have to have everything right and then he can succeed because you know jones we don't live in a utopia no football team lives in a utopia where everything is perfect there's always going to be something and again the injury history one hit one hit is all it takes. Don't even need him be a sack. It could be a touchdown. He could throw a touchdown get hit. As he threw the touchdown, he could get hurt. I mean, he's he's had an injury history.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Before we wrap up, guys, can let's just, you know, rather than do a game prediction, because I don't think anybody cares about the game on Sunday, let's just wrap it up with our top three. If Joe Shane doesn't do this during the offseason, he should be fired predictions. Mm.
2: I don't I don't think there's anything he could do this offseason that's going to make me think he say should it. be well,
0: The top three things he's got to do.
2: I'm going to say it. Uh, and again, it's based off circumstance. So the opportunity may not be there. But if he has the opportunity to draft Drake May or Caleb Williams, he needs to do it. Yep. That, it, it I don't care what you got to trade up to do it. Like if you got to give up next year's first round pick, OK, you he traded got- Leonard Williams to get that extra second round pick. So the way I look at it, if you got to give up a second round pick this year, you're trading Leonard Williams. You're swapping first round picks where you're getting to move up and you're giving up next year's first round pick to get the quarterback of your choosing. You do it. It's the most important position. So he's got to do that. If he has the opportunity to do that in this year's draft, he's got to do it. Um, you talked about the edge. Got to. We, we've got to get a legitimate edge opposite Kayvon Thibodeau. Massive need on that defense. I think it would change things dramatically. And he's got to get a number one wide receiver. We've been talking about this forever. Uh, they don't have one on this roster right now. They need that.
1: Yeah, hard to argue yeah. with any of those points. The quarterback is the mm-hmm. most, without question, that is an absolute necessity. Again, <clears throat> you can talk about Daniel Jones' lack of production. You could talk about the losing for me that's definitely a reason to replace him. But this injury history, these serious injuries, and again, he's a guy that runs. He's a slow process leader. Offensive line sucks. And now all of a sudden you have a torn ACL, which means if I ain't going to run. You're certainly not going to ask the guy to run a ton. And some players recover from that immediately, and some players it's in their head. Sigma Barkley is definitely not ready. You know, He looks scared the next year when he recovered from that ACL. It usually takes two years for somebody to recover from that. Robert Griffin III never recovered from it. So that's a major question. It's a, you have got to take the quarterback without question. Yeah, and you let talk me, about – uh, other...
2: I'm just thinking as you're talking about, Doug, another thing I should have mentioned, offensive line coach. We need, we need a new yes. a, – a, a, a I was new... going
0: to yeah. add
1: that. I, I was that's...
2: thinking personnel, but offensive line
1: coaches as well. I think that's going to happen. But I will say this. It's not a firewall offense, but I saw a mock draft. Brock Bowers or the Giants makes no sense. And, and there is no way on God's green earth. We should be taking a tight end of the top five. Yeah. It's not fireable. And because I put it out there and Chris said, well, if that happened. My Daniel Jones reaction will look like a Disney movie. <laughs> it would. After he said, what and I said, said, I don't know if anything could ever top the Daniel Jones reaction. I can't I promise you that I would or wouldn't react. I don't know how I'd react if they did that.
2: I, my stream, I would be happy. My laptop in half. I would literally snap
1: my laptop in half if yeah, we took. I, I, I would not be happy if that happened. <laughs> that's something yeah. that that's they're not going to do that yeah. at all. But they you want you know, and you mentioned a fireable offense. He wouldn't be fired, but to me, that's a fireable offense. That to yeah, me, that were... me you don't know what the hell you're doing.
2: Yeah, so, when wow. they drafted Daniel Jones, that's what I said. That's a fireable offense. Obviously, I was hoping I would be proven wrong. Unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to be. Um, I would say the same thing if they drafted Brock Bow. Name me one tight end that was drafted in the top five that was worth a top five pick.
1: Not Kyle, Kyle Pitts. Pitts.
2: Kyle, Kyle Pitts. Pitts is no. The best. Uh, it's Kellen Winslow. No, I think he was a top five pick. Junior, I'm talking about. Yeah. No, didn't work out. So I'll I mean, stay away from that. Travis
1: Kelsey was a third round pick.
2: The top three tight yeah. ends in the league were day three picks. Right. Kittle, him, uh, Mark Andrews, I think was maybe a day three pick. Like, no, no. Right. Do not draft the tight end with the fifth pick.
1: Right, and then somebody no. on Twitter's like, oh, well, well I'm thinking about Mark Bavara. Mark Bavara was the hundredth overall pick. <laughs> Marco Varro was picked in the fourth round. He wasn't picked yeah. fourth overall. Yeah, and and I'm sorry, but let's not compare Brock Flowers to Marco Varro, please. Yeah, oh, <laughs> any Giants fan with a grain of salt that grew up or watched Marco Barro, but let's not compare. Tony it.
0: Gonzalez,
1: right? Yeah, Tony Gonzalez was a top five pick.
2: Antonio Gates certainly he was.
0: Thirteenth oh. thirteenth. Yeah.
2: So, where was, was Gates even drafted? I know he was a bat, he was more of a basketball guy than a football guy. I don't I think even know,
0: he was, but I don't, I don't, I don't I'm pretty sure he wasn't. A yeah, I'm
1: pretty sure Jason Witten wasn't a top five pick. Yeah, he ended up being, uh, pretty yeah,
0: good. I, I I don't, he was, I Antonio don't Gates
2: good. was an undrafted free agent, and he's arguably one of the top two tight ends of all time.
1: Yeah, he
2: was, I think, Tony number
1: one, and yeah, but yeah, yeah, and Gronkowski, uh, he wasn't a top five pick. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think there's enough evidence there to suggest that it would be stupid to draft a, a yeah, that that
1: one there there's your fireable offense if there is okay. One.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fair only
1: enough. because I saw only because I saw someone mo- I had that
0: mocked on Twitter. I'm like, what? What? We're like, what? <laughs> I know I saw that too, and I was like, uh, don't think so. Yeah. Not yeah. high enough that, that need, but anyway, guys, as always, it was a blast. We'll have to do this again at the end of the season. Once Joe Shane speaks and we have baggy day and everything like that. So another couple, you know, couple weeks or so, and we'll kind of just wrap it up and kind of get into that off season mode. I know we talked a lot about it tonight, but great time. Good catching up. Um, I was glad we did this. I want to thank everybody for showing up tonight, participating. I hope you had a, a fun time with us and, uh, be sure to keep it here on the Lockdown Giants podcast. I'll have all new shows next week. Also, Tana and Dog will be doing their show. Make sure we'll you check that out. We'll be doing out. the game. We'll They're be doing, doing the game on Bad Dogs. That's right. We'll, we'll be bringing as as it on.
1: We won't yeah. quite bring in the new year, but we will be live on New Year's Eve. I, I, I,
2: the, other, the, the other thing I'm going to say is I think I just have a feeling – this Rams game is going to be close. <laughs> I just have close. a feeling. I think a lot of Giants fans are just assuming we're going to lose out. I'm probably picking the Rams. I just, I think we're going to have a chance to win this game.
1: Really? See, yeah. I I feel Plus, like, that you, that, screened, much, right? you
0: like you, that. you want my life to be made miserable on a deadline? I <laughs> <I've
1: got> to... <laughs> I, don't think it's going to be close. The, Ram, the Rams are red hot right now.
0: Yeah, and... I
2: just get that feeling, man. I just get that okay. feeling. I just don't.
0: does it matter like Rams- at this point, though. No, I'm not even. i I'm not,
1: not even,
0: I'm, not even saying I to want to
2: win. win. I'm kind of indifferent, but I honestly think it's going to be a competitive game.
1: I don't. I, I just. I yeah. don't. I'll, I'll be shocked if it is. This because, yeah. like I said, the Rams are just red hot. That offense is firing on all cylinders. And this yeah. Nakua kid is unbelievable. Cooper Cup. Stafford is a veteran. I mean, the
0: running back, the running game has yeah. been amazing. Yeah,
1: they're they they've been really good. I just don't think we have we don't have the offense to keep up with those guys.
0: Yeah, it's a shootout.
1: defense has been really good, but if we're not forcing turnovers, we're not scoring points. It's just the way it is. Whether it's Ben Jones or Tyrod or Devito, like Chris, we, we, we scored we scored our points on a fumble at the fourteen, which is three handoffs to Barkley, mind you. Yeah. Tyrod had nothing to do here. See let's one.
0: let's save the miracle for for the last game of the season, knocking the Eagles out of you know. That would be bad. If we're I gonna win that.
2: Yeah, if we're gonna win one, win that one. The problem is, because the Cowboys have been playing so bad, even if we beat the Eagles the last game, they're probably still gonna win the division because they own the tiebreaker. I don't care. No. I just
0: want the, I just want the satisfaction. Just the, the
2: satisfaction game. of getting the, yeah Yeah, yeah, get, yeah. getting that, the monkey off the back. That, yeah. that
0: exactly. I, I I could go into the off season with a smile on my face for that.
2: Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you on that.
0: All right, everybody. Again, thank you. Have a good night, and we will talk to you again soon. Absolutely. Peace.